Ladies, gentlemen, Queen. Oh, yeah, skeezers. It's your boy, Arizona Verse. My dude and co host, Soul Papa. I'm happy to be here. Uh, and I'm black. Uh, He's Mexican. No, I ain't. But first things first. Woo, the realest. Did you hear this f- fuckery? Ju- I, I have a. I, I I have no words for this, mm, but I feel like there's a hood rat involved. Every time we ain't got no words, so there's a hood rat involved. I know. I guess I, we'll see if there's a hood rat involved as we dig a little deeper into this article. Because um, as we like to do here at the IBHM podcast, we discover these articles along with you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, on the spot reporting, uh, ah, for no. Uh, that's how you know. Work it's check. real. It's legit. It's coming from the heart. We didn't research none of this shit. We Why? find a headline and we report on it live. We do it. We do it Fox style. We just gonna make an outlandish fucking statement and fucking bam, here it is, bitch. The only thing we're missing is hot blondes with skirts on crossing their legs. That's the only thing that separates us from Fox News right now. Now, peoples, you know, if I had the money, I'd make that shit happen. But I don't right now. See the way my fucking thing set up is it just it ain't happening right now. See, but it's see, I got a checking account and a savings account, and the way my my see it just I, we gotta wait just till next Friday. Donate, motherfucker. Click on our PayPal. Give us money. We'll get some of my bitches on the show. Bam. That's, that's part of the envelope. Part of the there you go. <laughs> but uh, what the fuck happened? A state seized a 11 year old and arrested his mother after the boy defended medical marijuana during a school pre- presentation. Well, obviously, the school don't give a fuck about freedom of speech. Ooh, fuck your freedom of speech, yo. Ain't nobody got time for that. Ah. Um, so, what So how, what, what was this? During fucking, sh- fucking show and tell? What the hell was going on? So this is from the Washington Post and um, a cannabis oil activist, Shauna Banda. Uh, life has been flipped upside down after her son was taken from her by the state of Kansas. The ordeal started when police and counselors at her 11-year-old schools um, conducted a drug education class. Her son, who had previously lived in Colorado for a period of time, disagreed with some of the anti-pot points that were being made by school officials. And um, she went on to say, my son says different things like, my mom calls it cannabis and not marijuana. And she had, yeah, he's been sounds educated. Yeah, sounds educated. And um, this woman apparently has successfully treated her uh, Crohn's disease with cannabis oil. And so her son, you know, during a drug education class, got up and spoke out about medical marijuana and the beauty of it from seeing, you know, how it helped his mother. And well, police came in and detained them and launched a raid on uh, the mother's home, and they're they're shutting some shit down. They're saying that uh, the son got pulled out at one forty. Police showed up at three. <coughs> they didn't have a warrant, and uh, they got to her house by six. They executed a warrant into the house. Like it's just just madness, man. And this is just once again, we live in a country where. If it's up to certain politicians, everything will be legal. Because why not? Throw motherfuckers in jail. You make a whole lot more money off of them in those private prison systems. That 
but I don't get this shit though. Especially seeing, obviously, you want to be able to kind of. I understand making more money. With that being said, you want to keep all the petty crimes in the prison because you know you got a good head count because you know there's a bunch of motherfuckers that are fucking up, you know, tiny little bits. You know what I'm saying? Doing little, you know what I'm saying? Kind of giving them white lies, getting them in trouble, and obviously doesn't keep the fucking the bank fueling. Now you figure, I fucking hope that you know we'd be able to catch the goddamn bad guys so we can once again not only profit from this another way because if we see if there's a market, why the fuck aren't we selling to them? You know, why are we supplying to them? We see that fucking motherfuckers in Mexico want need guns and we traffic this shit. Why can't we sell cannabis to people who need it, who really have fucked up problems? And of course, to those that just want to, you know, get their buzz on, a la beer, a la cigarettes. Like, it don't make no goddamn sense. <laughs> I know it's an age-old fucking rant, but dude... Some of the bitch. damn shame is that this woman may lose custody of her child for therapeutically using a drug that's completely legal for recreational use an hour to the west of where they live. So she might lose her child, but if you just literally hop in your car and drive west for one hour and cross this imaginary line, it's okay over there. But when you're on this side of that imaginary line, don't go east of it because you might get arrested and lose your kid. It's a goddamn thing. <laughs> it, and it's all about the states. And you know what? It's, it's sort of like a kind of bringing up Colorado, you know, and then kind of taking over the, the weed, uh, you know, embracing it, you know, fucking making so many millions, or I don't know if it was billions, I forget, but making so much money real quick. Like, that was a quick come up. Like, you talk about a nigga in the hood trying to fucking get everyone to put in, pitch in five so they can get a pound so they can flip it or blah, blah, blah. Like, you're talking about flipping some shit. And oh. it's all about, I don't know, are they more liberal down there? Or, or yeah. what's the deal? I don't know. I don't know a lot about Kansas because I have like a Midwest view of them, and then also got like a country bumpkin view of Kansas. So I'd still, if uh, we got any uh, listeners from Dude. Kansas, holla at us. Let us know what's good. We nigga, two fuck ups right there. One isn't uh, what are a lot of our listeners out of Kansas. When we did, oh yeah, the, the last time we did a poll, <laughs> shouts out, please. What, what, what kind of crazy are y'all that y'all don't fucking listen to us? So please, them. No, if if Wichita chimes in, I got one thing y'all need to chime in on. Where the fuck is that XV album? That's all I want to know. He's from well, Wichita. When, when I think Kansas, I think Tech Nine. Oh, Tech Nine too. Shout out to yeah, Tech Nine. Shout out to Tech and uh, shout out to him fucking signing Murs, man. I can't, I can't oh. say it every time I fucking think about it. But I wanted to bring up a story since we were kind of on Colorado, and even we're yeah. bringing up a uh, uh, Tech Nine hit one of the last album that I bought from his dad. Had a weed song called Colorado. Mind you, shouts out to them fucking taking advantage. Uh, there was a Colorado teacher who actually uh, posted notes and tried to, you know. I don't know if she's purposely trying to get shy, but she's a third grade teacher. She put some shit online. They pretty much got really hyped up and they became a big old thing called hashtag uh, I wish my teacher knew. Or I wish my teacher knew. Did you hear about that at all online? It's uh, I didn't know about this. Facebook. I don't know about this shit, but Kyle Schwartz, who's 26, Wittita, asked the eight, eight and nine year olds at her Denver inner city school. And oh, Denver inner city. It's already telling you, dealing with a bunch of fucking ghetto motherfuckers. How do I get to know them? Fucking to write down something that they wish she knew about them. Partly as a writing exercise, and it says, but partly as a way for her to learn about her pupils. Um, 
responses included, I don't have pencils at home to do my homework. And others, like the brown nosers, I want to go to college. I love school. And there's a tearjerker. Uh, and this is the one that got the reason why I got my attention and why shit like this actually works when you not only try to be nosy, but hopefully can do something good with that nosiness. Is uh, <laughs> one kid said that I want, uh, what is it? Uh, that she has no friends to play with at recess. And that literally, you know, none of the, you know, kids would, you know, talk to her. So when, she, when the, all this happened, I guess she apparently told them, you know, she read them to the class the next day. Uh, she asked, you know, the kid, uh, which shall remain nameless, obviously, because they're underage, you know, if it's okay to share this, you know, then all the kids, they obviously felt sympathy, were told or in shock, but kids that eight year eight and nine years old had remorse. And even though the little shitheads and assholes were like, oh, fuck, like, you know, how can we do this? And actually, I don't know, uplifted spirits, spills mm. over. She kind of wanted to see what was going on. And you figure with that kind of power, do you feel like, you know, if, if what would you do if, if one of those letters said, so obviously this is something simple, right? Let the kids yeah. know, hey, quit being assholes, play with each other. What would you do if you see something like, my mom beats my dad or, or you know vice versa whatever the fuck or, or my uncle won't stop touching my pee pee that's what I want my teacher to know my uncle always gives me his Jesus juice he says it was good for <laughs> Michael Jackson it should be good for me I don't even know who Michael Jackson is I told him that I like Justin whatever you know whatever the fuck you my uncle always comes in with this Bill Cosby sweater on and has me drink this cappuccino wake up and my booty hole is so that nigga gives me the jello shots and I tell him why are they called jello shots he's like you gotta take them to see and then I wake up with the power ranger I feel like I had a power ranger at my house terribleness terribleness so terrible <laughs> allow me to reintroduce ourselves once again it's your boy Arizona verse and with me, as always, my dude and co-host, Soul Papo. Hey, motherfucker. Ow! Burrow. Mm. This is the Um Black He's Mexican podcast. We should already know that. And if you don't, Google it, nigga. I want to be searched. I want some likes, goddammit. I'm so Search. Search me. I'm such a bitch. <laughs> now, this is a podcast about nothing in particular, just current events, minus the bullshit. Check us out. Check us out podcast.com where you can watch live episodes check out our photo gallery including our lovely dedications follow our blog and um, all that shit and also if you're looking for the archived episodes once again ibhmpodcast.com and um Move it over to fuckery. You can follow me on my main source of social media fuckery, which is Tumblr. And that can be found at a different state of black.tumblr.com. And if you want to follow my dude, Soul Popo, on his main source of social media fuckery, it is. It is also Tumblr. Go to soulpopo.tumblr.com. It's S O U L P A P O.tumblr.com. Fuckery. And we're back, bitches. We've been after how fucking long? It's been like a month. Six weeks since I looked at him. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think it's a bare naked lady song, right? I don't know. Keep going. It's been one week since you looked at me. Uh, that was my <laughs> shit, yo. Fucking Sailor Moon and the Chinese <laughs> chicken. Do you remember that shit? Your mind starts cooking. Starts cooking. So that's Val's window lights on to Kevin. Like, yeah, I don't. I, yes, my. Yes, I remember that line. Oh God. Okay. You get. You get no. If if you understand the reference and you know how old we is and god bless you and if you don't i feel bad i feel bad for you now uh but yeah we're back we actually have a lost episode in between the last time you guys heard for the motherfuckers to be honest yeah so you guys have missed out on a lot of ibhm over the past a little while we've had some computer sync issues but i think that's in the past um we'll see now the um the gypsy white woman and he wants to say that we haven't been in sync something is wrong something's happened why has this our, happened our chakras why? haven't been aligned <laughs> is it because it chakra got- is that what it's called the chakra or is fucking uh uh, Juju, no, all oh, that shit. Juju. Some gumbo, get a voodoo witch doctor with some chicken bones. Oh, right. you know what? I feel like a witch doctor probably fucks like a savage. She's oh. enough, you know what I'm saying? I'd imagine. And for some reason, I think of that bitch from The Walking Dead. I, I haven't kept up with the show, but you know what's good? Like what I'm talking about? Oh, I know who you're talking about. Former dedication, yeah. uh, Mashonda. I think that's her name on the show, Mashonda. Fucking something. Oh, there you go. See, my mouth, my mouth, too, man. She make you do that on her pussy. Fucking, and then, you know, for all the youngins, fucking butterscotch on the pussy or whatever it goes. I don't know. And uh, since the last time we did a show, a lot of hip hop music has come out. Oh, so much. And um, it's only right we start with the gold. Ooh. We're going to go straight into it, straight into the guy. Shouldn't we go in? Oh, no, you're in the All right, y'all, right, right. might as well. Yeah. Uh, Ladies, as soon as you see your man, you just suck his dick right away. As soon as he comes into the door. And what, what did uh, what's the fucking face say on that Chris Rock movie top five? <laughs> what did she say? She was like, every day you came home, I dropped to my knees and sucked your dick. I did that for us. I did that for moments <laughs> like this. I did this for us. And pretty much the moral of that thing was, nigga, you owe me. You owe me. But hey, but I think Kendrick deserved that though. Do we not? People, you with me? What you doing? You five you, stars. You afraid to go on camera, man? Hell, with no goddamn shit. I'm looking at right through my fucking. Mm, mm. <laughs> five stars. We can't even. Yo, you on your ODB that, tip right now? Yo, seriously, yeah, and, and nigga, you know I like it raw. Jesus oh. Christ. Oh. No, but seriously, five stars. And if there was ten, he'd get ten. But that's just way too much, and that's way too much lollygagging. And yeah, and I, I've i gone as far to um, argue if Kendrick's next album is even a four, um, we got to throw him in the conversation of the Tupac and the Big E's and the Big L's. We have to throw his name in that in the, in that, that pocket, yo. Are you, are you saying eighty? Yo, well, no, I'm saying if he drops his Nets album, if it's even remotely good, we got to start considering him one of the greatest. So soon? Section 80. Classic. 
Good Honestly. Kitty, Bad City, classic. To Pimple Butterfly, classic. I can't name yeah, any okay. other hip-hop artist who first three albums out the gate were as strong and consistent in the realm of Kendrick. I haven't seen anybody do this with their first three albums. Now, even on top of that, because you're right, because it hasn't been done, and not even Jay-Z, not even the most fucking precious of rappers, no one. Fucking volume uh, one was eh. Mm-hmm. Reasonable Doubt classic. Yes. Volume two, you can consider Clap. a classic yeah. hard yeah. knock yeah. life, but that volume yeah. one in my lifetime. Eh, it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but and one thing I bet, and, I, and I'm not too sure if you said you did or not, but did you ever listen to Kendrick Lamar EP? Which that's how you that's how you do a fucking album or your first EP, your name. Okay, and then he had overly dedicated. I still haven't heard those two projects. I bet you, could, if you go back to that, it's kind of like he did this. He was still conscious, but he got rid of his bubblegum show or his bubblegum shit early on, if you could even call it that, because it was still out the box. It was still strange. Um, but this album, though, and I know about I've, I've annoyed a lot of people with this fucking album, um, is the fact that you got to listen to it from front to back. You have to. And even if you fucking try listening to the single, which is I, what he fucking does is he gives you the, not to say live audio is shitty audio, but it's, there's a big difference from live and studio, right? You know what I'm saying? You get all the added noises. It's all, you have to do them in, in the best take fucking possible. Um, and also, like I said, just, it just, it doesn't have that quality. So what he fucking did, the one goddamn radio single, which can be dubbed radio single, but obviously it's just, it was all it was just all the more fantastic because it was so friendly and inspiring. That one track, it's the crappiest quality. It's kind of like, all right, bitch, you probably came for this, but you gotta have it like this. And it was like, yeah, even if you run right to that single, I'm gonna give you a version of it you never heard. So either way it goes, you have to take this in, and um. The album was just just fucking phenomenal. And I finally figured out my comparison. If I could if I could take four people and merge them together to, you know, be you know, the origins of Kendrick, if you will. Kendrick Lamar is a mix of corrupt from the dog pound, mm. Tupac, Eminem, and Spike Lee. You take those four people, that's what Kendrick does on his album. He's a raw West Coast spitter, like fucking corrupt. Corrupt was ill on the mic. He was revolutionary. He, he, gives, a of, he gives a lot of love to corrupt, too. Yeah. Corrupt he doesn't do too much dick right him, but no? he gives a lot of love to him. And <sighs> Corrupt, because you, you know I have a... Um, We're born uh, a love-hate relationship with West Coast rap. Yes. I really don't like a lot of West Coast rap, but I fucks with Corrupt because he can spit. That dude got R's, but go ahead. Oh, I mean, no, I just I wasn't going to say that. He had his time. That no, definitely had his time. He's definitely wild. So I mean, as far as the comparison goes, good. Yeah, I was going to say that he does have. And his West Coastness isn't isn't really isn't really varied. Um, <laughs> I'm recording right now. It is, it, I just, we live. I had some real pretty in pandas. Let me tell you. But anyway, oh. yeah. Um, Popo's like, uh, so we gotta wrap this show up in about five minutes. Got out this. You know what we need to do? Looking for butt titties. 
Poquito? Okay, yes, sir. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We got a supply. Hold on. But, uh... Oh, gosh, forgive me for getting so distracted. So you should have come in and fucking check in. <laughs> no, you good. Uh, what you gonna call it? Fucking A. Two I was like, a, a butterfly. A butterfly. Jesus, because there's so many layers. Some of them came right out of Cocoon. I wanted to say, because early on, man, I wanted to say he might have been a Christian rapper, bro. He started, like, as a kid. So, he... Because he, he definitely has this, this godliness to him, man. We call him God. You know what I'm saying? But he really does have a fucking godliness to him where I feel like he's the most righteous motherfucker. And even though he just... And even though he says he's not. You know what I mean? Like, it just, it just shows his humbleness all the more. Yeah. Uh, definitely has a spot because he's this is very heavily pro-black themed you know what i'm saying and this album listening to it took me back to like the school days um do the right thing like that era it it took me back to those spike lee days and this is a rapper taking me to somewhere a critically acclaimed filmmaker took me you know two decades ago can I tell you though, when I first heard the album, because I went straight for my track, right? So I went straight for fucking I, and then went on to everything else just by the names. Like I went to King Kunta, which is the second single. I naturally went to King Kunta as the second yeah. single, and I hated it. I was yeah. like, what the fuck am I listening to? Mind you, I was listening to it on my phone. It was, you know, I was pumping off of Spotify, off my yeah. sister's account. That's how it, how it do. But I. I didn't like it Like I really fucking didn't like it It annoyed me I'm like what the fuck Cause I, I went skipping track to track Knowing damn well You can't do that with this record You just can't I just knew that offhand Off the top That's what you just have to do um, Good Kid Matt City I don't think followed as strict of a formula As he does on this one Cause truly every song Laps into the other And yeah. with the other one We can say poetic justice was forced But, but he, he he doesn't lose He compromises But he doesn't lose his integrity This is a deep song I gotta get a fact of like on this bitch, but hey, hi, you know, poetic, poetic justice, poetic justice. But uh, <clears throat> all right, no, like so you said, yeah, it was just it was phenomenal. The first time I listened to it, I was like, uh, second time I listened to it, I'm like, okay, because the production was like completely different, it was raw, it was raw. <laughs> like, it, it, and a lot of it is too, because uh, it sounded very like. I don't know what band he was in. Uh, it was very influenced by him, and he had features on the actual instrumentals. Yeah, it fucking was wild, man. But uh, I, and I feel like all we're gonna do is fucking suck his stick. Let's name out some standout tracks if you can. Yo, my motherfucking well, it's, it's a lot of them. Well, the whole cause the whole album is a whole. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a whole album. But uh, I love the song uh, track seven. All right. We gonna be all right, yo. That's my cut, yo. He ate that beat up, that joint, and then uh, track ten, hood politics. Yeah, your baby mama and your new girl boo boo, like um, <laughs> yo. I, and he was going in, in real intricate style, which I don't know if he's fucking somebody famous, his girl, or someone with a fucking story, because you know he he talks for the people, and. Yeah. And I, I wonder a lot of uh, of whether you know how that shit goes. To be honest, and I'm trying to remember the fucking song. I can't, I can't, I can't even come to it. Actually, the very first track, 
Wesley's theory Because you really have to get into it You have to fucking be fingered a little bit And I, I'm not one for foreplay Fucking my girl would tell you You know what I'm saying I don't like to butter the oven I eat the oven right, right to it I don't care if it's dry You know what I mean Like I just, it just I just I want when I want it You know what I mean But yeah. he, he makes you take a slow little cruise And kind of makes you have to get into the funky atmosphere And the fucking line of They should have never Give you niggas money And If you get into it Like I said If you fucking feel the funk And then You know Whether you can dance or not To me I admit I I can't fucking dance But I was fucking feeling the fucking beat Like oh Oh the Latin is coming out Like oh shit I remember how to sway my arms Like oh shit Little T-Rex shit It's goddamn feeling this bitch You do <laughs> but when he says that shit, it's funny. It went right into, mind you, being conscious. Yeah. Of, you know what I'm saying? But but also just like, motherfucker, this is how free is. It's in the spirit. And, and I love. The, oh, go ahead. Finish. No, 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 no. I'm done. You go. You go. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to jump into the fucking about the how the dick ain't free. Keep going. Please. Oh, yeah. But uh, I just, I love. I, I forgot. I forgot what direction I was gonna say because you brought up my favorite hip hop skit of all time and the most powerful, the most powerful message any hip hop artist could ever give to a young male: This dick ain't free. <laughs> Oh my god Cause think about it Just growing up As a young man You treat your dick Like it's free You're willing to give it you To anybody to Who's gonna it take it Oh who wants this dick Do you want it You want it Hey yeah. You want it Bro so, This dick ain't free Yo I remember hurting my spirit once coming out of work, scrolling through the social media page to see what bitch wanted and what bitch wanted that's on the way. Make it close, make it available. I'm going down this ride right now. Come here, but no, always oh, don't do that. It's uplifting. But, all right, but I gotta tell you, my favorite track because some of his one liners is what really makes the fucking song. And the only way to understand that line is to hear the whole fucking song. So once again, it just keeps you in rotation. But my track, though, was. Uh, uh, I forget what I don't know what number This is near the end Third to the last track You ain't gotta lie uh, Paragraph Or parentheses Mama said yeah. uh, What was that You ain't gotta lie To kick it my nigga You yeah. ain't gotta lie You ain't gotta lie Like you just even when he talked about motherfuckers saying, you know, where the weed at or where this at or this thing, he's like, he's like you sound like the feds, homie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And I, I'm glad that the blacker the berry came out first because it really People wouldn't listen to the album. <laughs> yeah, and it just captured what the whole album was about. He was talking about the issues that black people go through in America, and then he also talked about the issues that young black males cause in America. And that was the whole, you know, the whole um, motif of the uh, album. But um, I love the whole poem at the end with him talking to Pac and how the, the biggest overall, fuck moment to be yeah, honest and the biggest like overall point of the album was that the more famous he got the more depressed he got until he thought like Pac and was like yo I'm powerful now let me say something so, okay, and yeah. then I forget what her name is, Rhapsody or whatever the fuck. Oh, some, yeah, Rhapsody. some random bitch that apparently is linked under uh, 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 Ninth Wonder. Ninth Wonder's people. Yeah. Um, 
where uh, shots out to former dedication Carly Hustle. She is the new director of brand something for that uh, label. Joey. Yeah, she's one talk of the directors of, over there. Talk about being a part of a movement, man. What's up? Yeah. Shots out to fucking Carly Hustle and one of my favorite dykes, no doubt. But I wanted to bring up back to and dating a guy. Quit line. Yeah, that's the same thing Skip said. Yeah, I thought she was like completely gay. I guess she's bi. So yeah, she's with a dude. And that's or good. last I checked, she was with a dude uh, and everything was going well. So I, I will say that I will say this. Shouts out to that and God bless her, baby. Please keep taking dick for the people. I wanna fucking say that lesbians they get butt hurt with another lesbian hooker with a man. Like you it's kinda like when you're part of a Jehovah's Witness and you date someone outside of the clan, it's like you're banished. You know what I'm saying? You just banished. You know what I'm saying? Sure they'll come and try to holler and hope that you can eat him out every once in a while, but fuck that. Yeah. I dated one Jehovah Witness once. And hearing some of the stuff she believed in, I was like, wow, you believe that? Okay. <laughs> oh, man, I feel so bad because, shit, I got love for Jesus, you know what I mean? So, same shit can be said, but damn. Uh, actually, I, man, there was there was two Jehovah Witnesses that caught my heart that made me want to fucking join. One was a Wadita that also made me chase her up a mountain, but I couldn't keep up with her. I also lost contact. Another one was actually a mixed sister who just was just too gay to function, so it could never mm-hmm. work. But, um... Fuck the same. Back to Rhapsody. Back to North Carolina. She said a line uh, saying about Tupac. Uh, you know, his. It's pretty much. He was. She was giving. She was giving reference to Tupac and almost disrespecting him a little bit. She said, "She's like, uh, I'm proud about being black. I don't need Tupac. Shit, the fucking the new 007 is gonna be blacker than me or black as me." But one thing I, I want to say about the uh, about the album, I like how he presented it. Was he leaked? And this is very 50 style because 50 would do this. Or Interscope, I should say. They'll leak a hard track to kind of let you know, oh, shit, this shit going to be banging. He's going to yeah. come out raw with it. He releases, uh, com- com- we'll call it a commercial, commercial single. He yeah. that, that it's hey, blatantly. People, I'm saying yes. you can buy this. Oh shit! Right? No, but this is for everybody. So that's how that's how you kill seven stones. You know what I'm saying? You fucking mm-hmm. lit it all out for the people, and then King Kunta is, is his is him and him saying like, "Yo, it's about me. I'm the key. Get your monkey mouth fucking face Yo. off my throne, <laughs> bitch. Where were you when I was walking? Now I run the game. Got the whole world talking. King Kunta, Tony. Everybody try to cut the legs off him. King Conta. God damn. Black oh. man taking no losses. Fuck God. Oh, Jesus. Yo, before we finish wrapping up about this album, yo, you have to tell me you saw the memes. Have you been seeing the memes and the vines about the to pimple butterfly no i have not oh my god yo there was one and it was this dude sitting down and uh he had just turned on the album so it just started and he's sitting there he like scratching his goatee he like nodding his head to it and then it's like 90 minutes later he's done listening to the album and he got a motherfucking koofy on he's like bean pie my brother like he getting all his <laughs> and like it was so many memes of like motherfuckers being ignorant and then listening to that album and like my brothers and my sisters can I talk to you oh my god 
But yo, I would be like that though. But shouts out to Kendrick okay. for being a popular uh, fucking black male and putting some positive in the universe. They only pay us to do the negative shit. So shouts out to Kendrick. Ass. Now, now wait, 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 he's wait. 27. Yes. So and the rope possibly. No. We gotta, but we gotta get to 28, Kendrick. <laughs> We gotta get to it. a fabulous uh, fucking Paul McCartney Beatles Love of My Heart type oh, album. Yeah. Illuminati, don't you dare fucking touch him now. I want to Don't many, touch him. How many enemies, though, could he have made, though, honestly, because he is being too fucking positive. He's uplifting spirits way too fucking much. And problem. And yo. Anybody talking that peace shit gets dealt with. Martin Luther King, Gandhi, fucking uh, was it John Lennon? What was the singer? John, if John Lennon's ass fucking no. uh, who was down Africa talking peace, they gonna put you in the ground. They who, want us talking conflict. Who, who's a nigga that people confuse with uh, that one guy who always does voiceovers? Morgan Freeman, Mandela, fucking Mandela. Mandela's ass locked no. up. Yeah, they but, don't what? like you talking peace. They don't like that, yo. But going back. <laughs> to King Kunta, he drops a line saying, uh, a rapper with a ghostwriter, what the fuck happened? And he, and in the background he says, ah, I swear, I wouldn't tell, because he's, you know, but yeah. he, he's had some, he's had some writing credits, some undisclosed writing credits as a ghostwriter, he's had to have, right? I wouldn't be surprised. Now, but Kendrick is so, like, he doesn't put out mixtapes. So I don't know if the only time he's writing is when he's doing albums and features. I don't know. I don't know. See, we don't know, but it makes me wonder. And I fully, fully, like, the spirit spoke to me. And I was like, Jay-Z, I'm sorry. I, I know that's your boy. But I feel like he might have ghostwritten for Jay-Z. I don't know why I'm thinking Jay-Z. Surprise. Because, look, we know Jay-Z ghostwrote for Dr. Dre. And that's kind of how it comes full circle. Now we got a nigga from the West writing for him. I don't know. West? I just, all right. Just enough said. That album... Five stars. Five, like I said, I hated it. Don't get it twisted. Now, Hopefully, new listeners didn't just, you know, delete or click on yeah. fucking this this shit. Please believe I hated this shit when I first heard it. But <laughs> and, right here from the beginning, and I'm gonna just say personally, with this album, he is officially on my hip hop Mount Rushmore. And oh, yeah. if he knocks out one more classic. People get prepared for how much dick riding I will be doing. I'm going to be going around preaching he's the greatest ever. I'm going to be shitting on Pac if this nigga drops Ooh, another classic. That's a bold statement. That's a bold statement. They going to be mad. Let's not throw any Pepsi challenges out these motherfuckers. Three classic show. If he did just four, if, I mean, mind you, three is unknown. Four is up, so four. Three is unheard of. Four? If he knocks out four, greatest of all time. Go. Yeah. Just go ahead. Everybody else could just stop rapping. Like, just <laughs> his new Nets album drop. It's a classic. And just, okay, hip hop, we're done now. This is the last album. We're moving on. I'm going to start. I, I, yeah. I hate to sound like a hoe, man, but he actually honestly made me feel that way as soon as I as soon as I heard Section 80. To be honest, he scared me a little bit. He he made me rethink shit. <laughs> and I I'll never forget when Section 80 came out 
and there was a lot of reviewers shots out to like where where's my 40 acres um a lot of people was like this was a classic for kendrick but he'll probably won't do it again and then good kid mad city came out it was like yo that was dope he probably won't do it again then to pimp a butterfly came out and i'm asking what can he not do Mm. that's all all i'm asking so So. because motherfuckers they 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 can't keep up there just ain't no way let's talk about some of the other albums that kind of came out because there was a whole lot i didn't keep up with most of them so the next one i got the uh list up here did you listen to action bronson's mr wonderful i did i don't remember listening to all of it what made me want to listen to it besides you know being kind of interested in bronson is the fact that uh alchemist who if once again if i had illuminati money just to fucking shit with he would be one of the producers that want to throw on that's why i gave it a listen and same old action to be honest with you same old action bronson yeah I think that he doesn't really set himself apart. I think he's still on the novel. To me, to be honest with you, another part of guilty uh, secret as to why I like him is he kind of he has this novelty about him that reminds me of Ghostface because of his voice. Yeah, that's the only way for me to get new new Ghostface materials to hear fucking Action Bronson. <laughs> yeah, and <clears throat> Action is in a <clears throat> lane right now. Where I think he needs to prove to a lot of people that, like, he needs to separate himself from that Ghostface thing. Because he just, he just sounds like Ghostface rapping over new beats. Like, that's, that's all I hear. And he's just not saying the N-word. Like, that's the only difference. Truly, and so I just want to see action. Like, show me who you are, what you're about. And I will honestly say, I attempted to listen to this album twice, and both times I got to track two before skipping to some complete. So I haven't been past track two on this album. Now, what's terrible because mind you, a lot of it's bland action Bronson shit. Like you figure, people kind of have their own little stereotype, their own little lane. He stays very comfortable in his lane. He's very comfortable. He has he, his swag is complete in his in his delivery. Um, but fucking late in the album, because he passed two way too many tracks. There's too much of the same shit to be playing. But uh, he does come up with the sound called "Only in America," where it's I'm not sure how weird this is. If you don't fucking mind. Cause it's, it's it sounds like fucking Bruce Springsteen. Might be the white guy. No, you two. us. Oh, oh shit! All right. Well, then <laughs> it was under thirty seconds, so you can't do that shit. But and it's, he's kind of on what you mentioned earlier. I'm sure we'll probably have to witness it in the next album, in the next album or next artist we discuss. But he gets in, into a singy songy mode where motherfuckers feel like they can sing. Yeah. He didn't get to that point, but he has one of these tracks on there, and it actually is my favorite track. But yeah, the album is it's whatever. To be honest. So I'm gonna I'm finish giving it a listen before I completely shit on it, but it just it hasn't caught my attention. I've tried a couple of times, but no. Nets album, yes. uh, motherfucking Earl sweatshirt. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Which can I start off by saying that's the greatest album title ever? Can I can I proceed and follow up with telling you that is my life? Oh, when 
I was like, wait, I don't like shit. I don't go outside. <laughs> Whoa, did you just take that out of the ether of my brain? Like, like nigga, I stay in my cave. My, I'm like, nigga, me too. Let me <laughs> listen to this. Black clip song, Mr. Me Too. Shit, me no and um, did you give this album a listen? I did. I actually listened to it twice, back back to back, while I was kind of getting ready one day. Uh, which, bang, bang. Yeah, bang, bang. Um, I want to say the one shit that stuck out to me was the title song. Uh, where he mentions the title song in the, in the, in the thing. Oh, it's called Grief. Oh, Grief. Where, yes. where he talks about how he doesn't go outside. And he kind of talks about, because you just see a lot of whack oh. shit. Honestly, I, I'm less just- disappointed if I hang out with myself. This nigga on that record was like, uh, I ain't been outside in a minute. Yeah, I'm living what I wrote. And then, uh, what it, oh, he says, fishy niggas claim they eating off a hook, claim you eating, but really you getting cooked. Oh my God. Because all these rap niggas nowadays, these shysty ass, fishy ass niggas, is always trying to eat off a hook. That all they doing is making these hit catchy songs trying to eat off hooks. And you never claim you eating, but I see you getting cooked. And fucking how he starts verse one, I don't act hard. I'm a hard act to follow, nigga. Woo! I'm like, damn! I want to say he's the most bold and humble out of the whole little wolf gang fucking clique. Truly. Shouts out to Kendrick Lamar, who was recently on a Ask Me Anything on Twitter, and they asked Kendrick Lamar who his favorite rapper right now is, and Kendrick said Earl Sweatshirt is his favorite rapper right now. Yeah. So Earl Sweatshirt is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. Shouts out to him. Right now? But um, me, listen to this album. And uh, bold statement, I got to give it five stars. This is my shit, yo. Um, it just it resonated with me. And similar to, I've had this pattern of I'll listen to a lot of music, but I'll have that one album that resonates for a while. And first, it was uh, Tyler the Creator's Wolf album back really? in like 2013. That really, really resonated with me for a long time. And then Yonkers I played. Oh no, not the Yonkers album. The one after that with the I fucking hate you, but I love uh, you. That album. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So it went from that album to the Because the Internet. I was listening to that for like a year straight. Shit. And then that transition <laughs> into Sylvia Demo, Isaiah Rashad, which I was talking about forever. Yeah. This is my new album in the whip is I don't like shit. I don't go outside. Like this is my after I get off work fuck the world kind of shit. I'm like, yo, let me throw this Earl sweatshirt on because this nigga feel me. What makes, oh, it, uh, man. What, makes that, what makes the message also resonate so much is that it has that. And this is what I love about the, this younger generation. There's a few types like him and uh, fucking uh, uh, Joy Badass where they have this 90s East Coast feel. Now, mind you, yeah. fucking Earl sweatshirt's from California, right? I think your parents might be from Chicago, but he... Wait, who? California, the, 
Earl Sweatshirt because him yeah. and, and yeah. fucking uh, what's his name Tyler they're all from Cali it's fucking some white America you know what I'm saying but he fuck man if he doesn't have that 90s East Coast feel like I said it's that kind of shit where you're driving in your car you got that black and mild and you're between your teeth and you ain't even smoking it kind of feel yo and these niggas beats go like dumb crazy like bass yo fucking I gotta in the car I gotta have my bass at like negative four and it's still muffled it's still like mad but um yeah Earl Sweatshirt Tyler the creator for a long time wouldn't fuck with him thought it was a gimmick after Tyler the creator's wolf um I was like oh I get it and Earl Sweatshirt, he had Doris that came out a couple Doris of years ago. Doris was dope. That was a straight. You got to listen from back. And it was, it was good. Like, I liked it. I was like, okay, he could spit. But it really didn't, like, catch my attention as an album. It was just, like, a bunch of, like, hot verses. Like, okay, yeah, he got some hot verses. But this, I don't know. It just, it, it, it. It got me, yo. So uh, <laughs> this is my new shit, yo. So expect me to be talking about this for a while. Now you know what really, and I hope this is next on the list. What really made me fucking feel that this artist knows back when he did Gifted, and I was really hoping for that feeling again. And tell me, I don't know if he's next on the list or not. Wale, Wale, the album about nothing, mm. which and is pretty much your whole premise mm. about the album about nothing. I felt the same way I felt when I heard the mixtape version. So what was the mixtape? The mixtape about uh, nothing? Or it was the mixtape about nothing and then part two was more about nothing. I didn't even know there was a fucking part two. But either which See, way. See, I never heard part one. Part two is the one I fuck with. Part two was like one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Oh Jesus. Oh yeah. man, this this I'll, just listen to then. Maybe 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 that was the project of his that made me a Wale fan. Like I kept hearing about him, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah. And and then, oh man, okay. But either which way, let me get to it, motherfucker. Let me talk. <laughs> shit. The thing that got me was hearing Seinfeld. Because on yeah. the real, I don't get whether he's <laughs> buying his time, which is still interesting, but you yeah. figure, like, is it just a money thing, or are they friends? That obviously makes you want to know they're probably not friends. He's probably, uh, what, what, what do you guys see? And at this point, I think they're friends. I thought it was a money thing at first, but with how long it took for this album to come together, it doesn't seem like it was for money. It seems like maybe the idea at first was for money and they somehow hit it off. But like there was videos on like World Star of them just hanging out, calling no Ross and shit. They seem like they really hit it off. Yeah. Well, and, and I say that to say this is that he has very interesting uh, snippets, interludes, little fucking segments where he just kind of talks. And it leads into the song. It's kind of almost his attempt at Kendrick, almost. But we'll say just because he has, but he has another narrator kind of going yeah. into it. And I wonder, like, if they maybe did have some kind of deep conversations that maybe might have inspired certain things or kind of explained certain things. And those segments that they use from the actual show kind of, you know, make a lot of sense. Like this one in particular where it's him and the girl. And I forget the girl's name, Diane. I don't fucking know. Um, where they're, they're it's when they first hook up. 
and they're, they're like, well, you know, we slept in the same room. It's like, we're going to be in the same room. It's like, it'd be almost rude not to have sex. Like, we're going to be doing the same thing. It's so weird how you try to explain this shit out just to make it okay for friends to fuck. But, and that's my favorite part, is, is what I'm trying to say. It's just hearing the little tidbits of him. What, 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 you got any comment on that? What do you, how do you feel about his little interactions? I'm very in the middle with the album. The album like, honestly sucked. <laughs> see, and I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Like, I like it, but not for a Wale album. Like, if this was it's some mixed new up. artist doing something, like, I would have been like, oh, that's dope. But with Wale doing it, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, 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 I think I want it more or I don't know. But this is Honestly. one of the ones, like, I've listened from beginning to end, I think, like, twice. But I think I'm going to give it, like, four or five more honest listens before I finally say, okay, this is what I feel about it. Because I'm just so torn on it. I want to love it. But it, like I said, if it was any other artist other than Wale, I'd be like, oh, this is dope out the gate. But just, it's different. It's This isn't Wale's style. Like, he went very that R&B kind of style that he does every so often. This whole album was kind of more of that. So, I don't know. Hip Hop DX gave it a... Three out of five stars, and it, I guess that's deserving because it's Wale, and he, he deserves. I honestly, feel like this didn't have the same spirit that Gifted did, and I could just yeah. imagine. I didn't know that he had two projects in the middle of this shit. You have to be winded for that to be your marketing yeah. technique to have to fucking pull out fucking mixtapes. You have to be fucking winded. Fuck what you say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's you know, fuck. And I feel like that's that was the reason why. But was there any more hip hop albums that were out? I can't honestly think of any. I don't two, remember anything else. Two last albums came out, but I actually haven't heard either one of them. One is uh, Ludacris, Ludaversal. Oh, I forgot about that shit coming out. Honestly, yeah, so I quit giving a fuck about Luda. But he has time ago. But he's been. But he's been. Yeah. But he at least tries though. To he's he's trying to be more of a. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to say uplifting because he still talks about fucking ball and shit. But he shouts out to uh, Hip Hop Diets who gives a three out of five stars. Oh, they just giving threes away now is what it sounds like. Yeah, it says Ludiversal <laughs> or Ludicrous is the legendary MC Jubilant and somber, uh, letting the public in on a rare peek behind his persona's curtain. So apparently, yeah, he does get more personal, I guess, on this. Not imagine after fucking ten CDs, ten plus. I don't know how fuck he deep in the game. He was mad consistent, consistent for so long. Like we can honestly see he hasn't. See, but all right, but he's been out for a few years, so I would imagine this is more. He's been gone like four or five years, I think. But obviously, still doing his his mogul thing, his acting thing. Shouts out to Fast Seven, which I still haven't seen, but apparently he's breaking some fucking records. Yeah, you saw I that. saw. It. You yeah. saw that when they've been out for a fucking week. I'd imagine you got to see some movies. Finally, finally, yeah, got to have it a, a week off of work. I got to do some shit, but uh, yeah, we went 
last weekend, I think. And yeah, we saw it in the theaters. It was pretty good. So it was dope. My, my buddy... I didn't see part six, so I was kind of lost on some parts. I didn't know what the uh, fuck was going no on. No way. So. You bastard. How could you not see six? Yeah, so I've seen all of them except three and six, but I've seen all the rest. I'm wondering, besides your Star Wars, which came out fucking in, in, in opposite fucking pieces, this has to be one of the most consistent movies. There wasn't even this many uh, fucking Police Academy movies. No. Yeah. And shots out to motherfucking Trav Lore from the East Coast cast. Um, little movie trivia. On the very first Fast and the Furious, what were they stilling gas can I have the incense please? <laughs> I'm sorry I'm asking you though yes was no. it stealing gas let me post you gas they were still I know that was just a hilarious segue but um they were still in DVD players and like TV oh, ECR combos like that shows you like how long ago the first one came out. Niggas is on a heist still in DVD players. Like for they, real? They cross country. Are they are they headed to Walmart? Like what what are we doing? Radio Shack? Like what are what are we robbing right now, yo? Mm-hmm. But um oh and one niggas were in Argentina last time too, man. man they they going cross country with it, yo. And I love the movie. It's one of those impossible white guy movies. Like, it's so impossible, everything that happens on it. But it's entertaining watching it. But I still don't know what the fuck is going on. I don't get the point of the movie and why they're just always on heists and trying to steal this and do that. And I don't know who made these niggas the new A-Team. I'm just, I'm ever, ever confused about this whole Fast and Furious shit. What, but, uh, what I'm also, but one thing my boy told me, and this is this is the thing that, and this is what got me excited because this is the part that I would actually want to uh, watch it. Is is it is it? Oh, I know it's spoilers, and I don't give a fuck. I'm still gonna watch it. But uh, I heard I heard that uh, Paul Walker in the movie doesn't die. He's dead as a person. In the movie, he doesn't die. And that every fucking scene that they almost... Is it true that they try to milk it for what this word? Oh, is he going to die yet? Is he going to die? No. I don't remember them milking it. But also, Kai did come as well. And um, at least two or three times, he had to go to the restroom. So I may have missed some parts. But uh, that's that daddy life. That's how we get, get, you know, get with it. But, um, That's why you make mama go. Well, I guess not, daddy. <laughs> well, no, mama had Zay. So Zay got to lay oh, in mommy's lap. So, yeah. Uh-huh. It, was, it was a whole family affair. Okay. <laughs> but, um... Did, did, did the kids have to pay for tickets? Um... No. <laughs> I think not until sits. I think sits. Okay. I think. I don't know. Quick Jew question. How much did the movie date cost you? Yo, actually, I th- we had some type of hookup or something because I forgot what the whole situation was. But um, my girl's friend came and she brought her kids. And so it was like 10 of us that all went to the fucking movie. And we went to the one up here in Gilbert that has like these recliner seats like you sit in them and you could make your feet go up and like nigga it's big enough for like a bed like if you was like living that single lifestyle and that was your like fold out bed nigga you be alright you be alright I'm telling you 
But uh, yeah, so we went to say it. It was it was pretty good. But uh, one last album before we move on. Uh, Tyler the Creator, Cherry Bomb. Oh. Did you give it a listen? You know what? I didn't. I didn't give it a listen. That's something that I want to hear. I hear it's very distorted and very grungy, mm. which is going to push a lot of hip hop heads away. But this is like for his core audience. And uh, oh, yeah. but it puts wow. nothing new apparently. Shouts out to Hip Hop Diets. They gave him four out of five. Really? And they said Cherry Bomb is an onslaught of airborne simps and gnarled stabs, the explosive instrumentals, and Tyler's unabashed love for music shines through. Yo, so that sounds like positive reviews. I just want to know what the fuck is up with these niggas' album covers, yo. Did you check the most? Did you see this one? <laughs> what the fuck is that? You know what, what is that? They, they want they want to show you that it doesn't cost fucking a thousand dollars with the fucking props and goddamn ridiculousness to just come out with some fucking. But they always <laughs> some Illuminati shit because that looks like them damn reptilian things that oh there's lizards living on Earth and they're reptilians and if you look at the president when he did this and the green in his eye, so it's like it's they do the easy shit but it's like you always do the Illuminati shit you gotta stop it you gotta hear this you gotta understand that he they kind of are a corporate package even though they speak to you that's what Eminem did he fucking not to say that he and Marilyn Manson and other bands can influence hatred and killing but he has that throne as far as the attention of the kids and that's honestly where, where the biggest shit goes and that's why, after listening to Wolf, I became a big fan of the niggas because I was like, yo, if I was in high school when this CD came out, he'd be my favorite rapper. Wolf, to me, was just like what the Slim Shady LP was the first time I heard it. I was like, whoa, I've never heard a rapper talk about this. So, yeah, he's this generation's Eminem. And, and fucking fag boy or bitch boy or I don't know what you want to call him uh, internet's music busiest music nerd Anthony Fantano or I, forget, I don't know fuck him you know what I'm talking about yeah. he he gave him a 3 out of 10 he was hating on him hard fuck that nigga fuck that nigga that's all <laughs> uh, moving on we're uh, expanding into the world and things are changing and we saw it happen with music <laughs> it used to be you know every Tuesday your new hot CD come out you run to the store get it open up the plastic now we get our music from Spotify Google Play that's the new avenues and we're starting to see that with TV also and this article caught my attention uh, Netflix is now officially bigger than CBS mm. let that sink in for a minute that's a fucking old I mean, they own radio they originators if this isn't and a fucking stealing Netflix, of the throne my nigga a app that you could stream and watch fucking TV shows and movies on which try to sell this service to Blockbuster for one million dollars back in its early beginning and Blockbuster was like oh no we're not doing that we're doing this in store shit 
And to see now Netflix is bigger than CBS, yo. This is insane. And um, it says that, uh, yeah, their market is through the roof. Here's the... See, what I don't get is how, how do they really make the money? Uh, and how tainted with is the content? Because you figure in uh, TV, they base their money off of ads, right? Ad revenue like a motherfucker. Yeah. Now, if you have no commercials and you can let a motherfucker sit through a whole entire series, which would normally take half of a year... And fucking, and if you have a week off of vacation, it could be done. Please believe I went, I went hard with fucking House of Cards. Uh-huh. How do they make their money off charging niggas seven dollars a month, maybe eight? I mean, or however the fuck it goes, however much it costs. That I still don't know. I still don't fully understand how Netflix does their thing. But as of 2015, they're looking at being worth. Uh, what is this? Thirty-five billion with CBS and around thirty billion. So uh, Netflix has eclipsed motherfucking CBS. CBS rivals in broadcast TV are all housed within bigger media conglomerates, and um, it says uh, Netflix is fall small smaller than all of them. Oh yeah, here we go. It says Netflix became more watched than any cable channel in the U.S. several years ago, according to the analysis. It seems inevitable that it will soon become the most watched service of any kind in the U.S. and probably abroad. So, wow. What also adds to the fact of why they can be seen as being so big is CBS actually owns a lot of the other networks. Yep. One way or another, it, it was too big. It was a fucking monopoly, yo. And they really have their dick in the game. So it's kind of like, nigga, when there's fucking three people racing, of course there's gonna be a first, second, and third. But it's still, once again, mind you, a grand fucking feat. It goes to fucking show where the dick is, where the power is, where it exists. That shit is fucking phenomenal, and it just shows these cable companies are hurting right now they're hemorrhaging they're falling apart like the university of phoenix you saw that shit but what? Um, oh you didn't hear about that no is it well i did hear someone say that their shit isn't worth like their degrees aren't worth much if, if you're is that what you're talking about that and they have lost half of their students over the course of the past like five six years they're they're shrinking they're falling apart it's because yeah those degrees don't really mean shit so sorry no way yeah. really I, I, you told me i was i thought if i paid a couple thousand dollars and fucking go to school while i'm in my drawers in front of my laptop or the fuck i can get wi-fi you telling me that by that don't that was that ain't worth the same amount of shit of going to school every day and keeping a fucking gpa for some reason they don't hold the same value i don't get it another thing i don't get is uh shouts out to imdb who recently put out this thing and uh somebody put together a chart of the top rated films in each u.s state and this is kind of um um, nerve-wracking i don't know uh uh, for those watching live on youtube 
here are the 50 states of America and what each of these different states' favorite movie, according to IMDb, is. And I would like to point to Arizona's top movie, Psycho. Ooh. Why am I not surprised? Where? Now, you move up over... So, yeah, so right here in Arizona, we got Psycho. Over here, uh, New Mexico, we got the good, the bad, and the ugly. You got the Shinnin up here in... Uh, the Shinnin. The Shinnin. You don't want to get sued, do you? You remember that shit from the fucking Simpsons? They redid The Shining. They called it The Shining. You didn't say that shit? I thought you, could, I thought you were mispronunciating. Uh, y'all niggas got to Google. Y'all got to Google that shit. You don't want to get sued, do you? But, um... Choose. You got the Shinnin up here in, uh, what is this, Colorado. And then you got uh, 127 hours over here in Utah. Of course, oh I'm not surprised. Casino is the biggest movie in Nevada. Makes but sense. you move over here to, like, Florida. Scarface is the biggest movie. These, these, seem, to, these seem to be uh, movie-themed as well. Yeah. Isn't that where it's set place at? I don't know. Keep going. That's what it's kind of seeming. Now, why is the Django Unchained the number one movie? I don't even know what state is that. I don't isn't know. That like isn't that, that's, what, that's, that's one of those Souths where it's it's a South in it. Fucking it. How the hell do we not know it? I remember being in the in third grade and we had to fucking memorize that shit. My teacher, teachers would be very upset. Let me bring up this map. So, view you want to capital, right? I can't even name the state. Yo, Mississippi <laughs> number one movie is the Django Unchained. Uh, I'm not surprised. Okay. Um, you have Full Metal Jacket over here in is that South Carolina? Oh, yeah. Wow. Full Metal Jacket, Gone with the Wind is number one. And yo, we really going for people who aren't watching, who are listening. We really going back and forth between tabs to look at a goddamn state map. Yeah, that's like <laughs> I don't know these states, yo. I think that's uh, that's beautiful. I don't know shit either. Yeah. Man. Okay, that's New York. Yeah, so New York is the Godfather. Oh, of course, uh, The Departed over here uh, in, not Boston, what is it called? Massachusetts? Ah, uh, Mass. I just say Mass. Uh, we got Fight Club over here in Rhode Island. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. The Shawshank Redemption in Maine. Nice. That's interesting. And then, of course, you have Fargo. And what is this? The Dakotas? What is that shit? Dakota and Oh, no. That's goddamn Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, oh, oh. Can't you got to think about that. Oh, what was that? Can't share that? Yeah. Uh, but you, but it's, it's definitely one of those snowy states. Oh, uh, Fargo is number one in North Dakota and Minnesota. So, <laughs> oh, and uh, we can't fucking forget California. Pulp Fiction is number That's one. That's my favorite one. I'm looking so. at that like that. You know what? I'm not even offended by Psycho because I honestly believe we're cooked a certain fuck away, man. We're full of fuckery. So I saw the Jody areas, man. The old one, right? Psycho. Yeah, I'd imagine. That old, yeah, from the cities. It's fucking it's, Arizona. Okay. Ah, uh, so it's Arizona. Huh? I consider myself a Vince Vaughn, a fat Vince Vaughn. Oh, there was and a 1998. Yeah, it's the whole Norman Bates movie. So I don't know if it's the 1998 version or the one from the 60s, but either way it goes. Uh, fucking Arizona. Arizona. God damn. <laughs> Yo, always doing some fucked up shit. 
if you don't mind, can I bring up the Jody Arias thing really quickly? Only because yeah. we finally came down to, I mean, the bitch is guilty. It's been a thing. The whole thing is waiting for it, how we're going to, you know, are they going to kill the bitch or let her live? And well, let her live, you know. And it's cause it, it was. I mean, that that's what it's leaning towards. I don't know if that was the final word or what the fuck. But the fact that she's still living, she still shows heartlessness. Like she just, she, bitch, ain't remorseful about it. You know what I'm saying? Like she's a stone cold killer. But she white, but she white though. Oh lord, and she taking the white. ass. So that's a double point. She what else? So white bitch who love it in the ass, who love you so much you can't fuck nobody else. You're gonna learn about it, you. It's love. Like I dig it. I don't know But what I'm trying to say is uh, How do you Actually now I wanted to ask you How do you feel Now mind you She did do it She did it gruesomely Be real Does she deserve to die Or does she deserve To keep living off The taxpayers See And this is one of those stories Like I know about the story And I Semi followed it But I never got wrapped up In the story But what I've heard and what I've seen the bitch was obviously guilty and like you said she shows no remorse um after they find her guilty you should take her behind the building and shoot her in the back of her head and then use the taxpayers dollars to clean up that room that's worth it that's saving money yeah let's save some money alright okay now I'll say this in comparison to this remember the Boston bombing yes Okay. Now, in the Boston bombing, there was two dudes, two brothers. One died. Supposedly, he was the one who was the most radical. And the younger brother who followed suit and who helped. And even when he got fucking, when he got caught, he had tagged inside of a little boat that he was hiding in. You know, whatever, live for the cause. Whatever fuck, you know, pro their fucking cause, you know. Yeah. Uh, But they caught him. And now he's in the... Trial, and he was guilty on all 127 charges of the fucking just killing motherfuckers. Um, and he's facing the the, the life to, what is it life or death. Now yeah. a lot of people are leaning towards the death because he was guilty on all, all charges. But you got to think about his religion and how in his fucking life he's going to be rewarded with all these fucking virgins. So in a way, we helping him out because he did his cause. Now I say I don't believe that bullshit. So same thing, take that nigga out back. <laughs> Right, right between the eyes. Oh, now he don't, he don't, he don't even get it behind the head shot. Right do right the but um, yeah, that whole shit is wild, and just I don't get the point of life or death row and having somebody in jail for fifty years. Like I, I get that you know people get exonerated and they get let go. But still, like, 50 fucking years? That's what I'm saying. So is it worth the, the amount of money that, that they're going to cost to take care of? Mind you, it's just one head, and imagine all, all the ones that keep coming in. But you're talking about people who have to serve on life sentences. Why not? If they want to. Do you feel like they should have a choice? If you're guilty of a certain crime and you're up against two things, and one's going to cost money, another one's going to be hell more effective. Don't you feel like one should have a choice? Wouldn't I'm, you all, say? I'm all about killing a bitch. Just killed a bitch. Um, that's I'm all about killing them. 
<laughs> oh shit! I know this is fucked up. Because... We got a, we got a dark peoples with us right now. What the hell? It's fucked up because I can't stand like Texas and the way they are, but just just some people don't need to be on earth same thing with sef- sex offenders if you're found a fucking sex offender pedo just take them out back kill them like you don't I want mean, people to breathe you just oh, want to end it like oh that species that little bloodline that's tainted let's get rid of that yeah we don't need that on earth and that makes me wonder whether I'm ever gonna have kids or not either. I'm like, shit, am I being held back for a reason? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> God's like, I love you, baby, but you know what I'm saying? We don't need but your kind of crazy. It's in here. Speaking of something. I was gonna say, speaking of something that uh, ends here, um, the Carter sits is um, out. Is it? Which is odd because like that? It, it, I'm, I'm, I'm so confused because Young Thug just put out a, the Carter sits, and I'm confused because Little Wayne never put out Carter Five. So I'm very Wait. confused. Wait, like, how this whole thing is working? Fag Boy from Cash Money, no doubt, Little Wayne, Slim Thug, he put out a Carter album. So, Young Thug, and actually, the official final name is Barter Sits, because he's a blood. So, he turned the C into a B and made it Barter Sits. Now, they... Is this the one? You want to... Thank you. You hear this? Barely. Not really. Nothing at all. I got a train though. So it's very low. Turn it up. Uh-oh. He says it's only one Carter. Oh, God. Apparently we're doing the listen to listen. We're going dead right now. What are you doing? He said, rich gangs show up. Tell him I said, fuck them. We're listening to Slim Thug, apparently. I'm not. Versus. And he's translating. If he's able to catch the understanding of the fucking words this fat boy says. It's fucking too many cocks in his fucking mouth. He's like... No, did you catch that last part? Brother, I seriously can't hear any of the music at all. I'm trying to tell you. The only bit that I can hear is the whatever's blaring outside of your headphones into the microphone right now. I hear nineteen. So he was on the stage and he was saying that uh, before you know I get off stage, he was like, "Let me let y'all know there's only one Carter." And he was like, "If uh, any of them rich gang niggas come up on this stage after me, let them know I said fuck them." And he said, "And before I go any further, I want y'all to do me a favor and stop listening to songs and niggas that pose naked on their motherfucking album cover." So Weezy finally fired motherfucking shots at. Um, Young Thug and Young, Young Thug went to respond saying oh I would never talk bad about my idol he can say whatever he want I'm gonna never diss him so and so whatever and then at the end of the video he sticks his tongue out of his mouth 
Uh, like, why do you always gotta do some gay shit? Like, there's nothing wrong with being gay, but stop doing that gay shit, yo. <laughs> God, <laughs> this nigga is it's, it's the he, he gonna be that funny nigga that just comes out little by little, and then after the little by little, his dick comes out of his pants, and you like, what the fuck? So I don't know what the fuck is going on with that. And then we have you can still hear me, right? I can hear you, but oh, I can hear the music. Oh, no, no, I had switched something. And then, okay. of course, you have the motherfucking album cover with this nigga butt-ass naked with the... This is the most disrespectful part. Not only do you steal my He's album name, button. you put the shit on your dick on the album cover. How dare you put the shit on your dick, my nigga? Put it, some, put it over here. Look at all this room up here. <laughs> Go okay, so that's where the meme right came it. from. Then is that where the meme came from? A little bit when was sucking up, baby. Yeah, this is the Young Thug album cover for Barter Six. So, uh, yeah, whatever with them niggas. But um, you know so what, Lil Wayne? Oh god, I was gonna say it goes to show that Wayne's album was supposed to be out already, but he literally stopped. That's just kind of. And that's the most like fucked up part about all this is Lil Wayne fell out with Cash Money because they wouldn't release the Carter Five. But then Birdman started fucking with Young Thug and let this nigga put out the Carter Six. Like that whole situation is just funny style. And um, Twitter went on to react about um, Young Thug naming it the Carter Sits. And uh, shouts out to BET for putting some uh, Twitter things together. It says, is he trying to be funny with this Carter Sits shit? Because it's pretty childish to me. Uh, Who's that saying that? Oh, just just rap, people. Rap people. people. But, okay. Yeah. It says uh, Young Thug confirms he wants to be Lil Wayne so bad. Oh, I love this reference. This dude has a point. It says people upset that Young Thug is dropping the Carter sits as if Wayne didn't do the same thing to Juvenile with 500 degrees. So Uh, remember, Juvenile's album was 400 degrees. And then Wayne, after that whole label dispute and Juvenile left, Wayne got with 500 degrees. Nigga, this young nigga just did the same thing to you. Oh, is that that karma? Jesus Christ, have mercy. Uh, This this dude chimed in and said, uh, Young Thug is working on the Carter sits, though. The sheer disrespect is on a 10. Oh shit, that's a good one. Oh, that's smart. I like it. Man, but you know what though? I gotta step and take a piss. Hope you don't mind. Oh yeah, I'm gonna read the rest of these. Please says, uh, "You crazy as hell if you think you own Tunchi's level. You're on your way, but you ain't there yet." Um, who else? Young Thug got Lil Wayne fucked up if he think he's gonna name his next album Carter Sits. Young Thug has lost his mind trying to call his debut album Carter Sits. Um, <laughs> this nigga chimed in and said if Young Thug named his album The Carter Sits, I'm doing late registration too in the graduation too. Shouts out to Kanye. Um, so yeah, just this whole situation has just been utterly utterly fucking weird and um 
the unfortunate part about it, not to keep bringing up the sexuality thing with the whole story, but you kind of can't get away from it. The fact that you have Birdman and Wayne had a relationship that several people questioned and then he goes on to move on to working with this new young artist who seems like he's openly gay and then you have Lil Wayne falling out and just once again the whole thing sounds like a love story it sounds like the new bitch came on the block this is my shit I'm, I'm putting my name on it this is my shit now that's what it seemed like yo so well, you know, side hoes don't like to stay side hoes for too long. You know, every bitch wants some shine. Preach. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ah, but what the fuck? Come on, man. It's it's you know you got to deal with it. And I'm fucking totally lost because I just that piss took a wind out of me. I can I, I, and all the more with fucking the little uh, cover art of fucking uh, Young Thug. And once again, I need to correct myself. Earlier, I was saying Slim Thug. I didn't mean no disrespect to my nigga from Texas. <laughs> I didn't repeat that because you were saying Slim Thug, but I'm thinking Young Thug. And I'm thinking Slim from Cash Money. So yeah, it, it, there's. I actually saw a video, and I wish I could get the link. It was a, it wasn't too long. Uh, B Sauce. I'm not too sure if you heard of him from YouTube. He has little interesting fucking uh, brain teasing fucking sort of videos. Anyways, he started. He quite he he waged the question: Will we run out of names? And we only have so many thousand names that are different and unique. And a lot of times, you know, obviously you have a shitload of Johns and all this. You know, what I'm saying all, all these things repeat itself. But you wonder, like, especially thinking of fucking names like unless you're gonna use your straight out fucking government name like how many fucking names you know when will we run out and obviously all these names they clutter together and fucking make motherfuckers forget if you don't stand out i don't know, I know and that was one thing i learned when um i was going to music school like you can copyright songs and certain certain like chord progressions and different things like that so people aren't stealing your shit trying to you know blow up off of it but you you can't copyright like a name really because there's only so many and like yeah eventually you're gonna run into something that's gonna have a similar name so yeah shit happens whether it's lack of creativity but then you'll, and then also just to, so i can shit on hip-hop a little bit more because that's what i that's what one this is what i want to do the most i want to make a hip-hop album and i really want to shit on it give every fuck you that they possibly can that's the kendrick way mm. Bonus they are fucking you know Snoop Dogg, Nate Dogg, you know what I'm saying? It became a commonality where you know it's it's kind of on some basic shit, no? Somewhat kinda maybe. I know that's why I do like the J. Coles and the Big Sean and um Kendrick Lamar, Joe Button, a lot of Joel Ortiz, just a lot of these dudes who are just using their name or slight variations of their name. So just be you. Yo, all these gimmicks, yo. I kind of want to retract back if you don't. You mentioned about Phoenix University kind of not having its weight in gold, or yeah. you know, saying not being with its weight. I had heard, and you being a basketball fan, there's an NCAA lawsuit on uh, education, and and the reason I bring that up is because well, and, and I guess it would have been a better segue if I would have mentioned it fucking earlier. But, uh, 
they for the basketball players who are obviously there to fucking make money who I mean not make money to make a fucking team and these teams make fucking money they get paid yeah. nothing right when you're in college you're there apparently for your education but really they yeah. just fucking they, they're catching slaves and making fucking fake student profiles just to Ooh, make them eligible slaves mm. No, 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 seriously. Um, and it's, yeah. it's kind of a fucked up situation because it's it's truly, uh, if you get lucky, you get a ride into the NBA where you can get paid. So if you have to be my slave for a little fucking bit, you got to be fucking Jacob and fucking work six years in the goddamn field before I let you have this bitch. Oh, but before I give you a ride, I'm going to give you her older sister first so you can work a little longer. And that's why a lot of people don't agree with me, but you have college organizations making hundreds of millions of dollars off of these kids and they're doing this shit for free well they're getting education and a full ride scholarship but yeah you're still doing classes full time you're doing uh, fucking um, football or whatever your sport is you're doing that full time if you're not on a full ride scholarship you also have a job like it's it's tough it's not that it's not just easy if it was that easy everybody would do it no so. see but the, the fucked up thing about this though is that they're actually not going to school like they pretty much have like a tutor for a little bit they writing an essay and if you think about it if motherfuckers are pumping money into a system you're telling me they're not going to pay a pretty smart motherfucker for a decent paper to write it for you i mean they're really not focusing on the school thing and that's See, the biggest thing them motherfuckers fuck them but no and that's and that's just like i get it and i don't get it but it's just the whole thing like a lot of the motherfuckers they are athletes like somebody like a lebron james LeBron LeBron James probably if he would have went to college wouldn't have been the best student because he's a fucking basketball genius that's what he does fucking let the gladiators be gladiators yeah fucking it just like Kendrick if you want to take Kendrick Lamar and put him in school and like oh no you just need to sit here and go to school and then when you get out of school you have this customer service job where you work at this call center like he's not gonna function normally within society no his, his brain is built a different way that's the reason why he was able to excel in that field and so I don't know well, the the big thing that caused the argument is that like the NCAA is being sued because they're not getting education yet. They have this standard where apparently you have to meet a certain whatever to be eligible. Yet they don't monitor the education that they're actually getting. Pretty, I'm just saying these kids. Some kids are actually getting fucked over. They're playing hardcore. They're playing for a team, but they get left with no fucking. They get nothing for those that don't make it. Obviously, it's their bad for not making it into the NBA, but. Also, they didn't have no fallback, which yeah. was, you figured it would be the whole intent of going to school. Is that's your fallback. But, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up. It's fucked up. Yeah. You know what, you know what else is fucked up, Popo? The world. <laughs> the world is so fucked up. It's especially fucked up if you're black in, in America. Because, um... Oh, you niggers. Oh. <laughs> 2014 uh, it's official more black Americans were killed by police than the black Americans that died on 9-11 what a natural disaster I'll tell you that yo so for everyone talking at 9-11 and never forget 
black people can say 2014 is a year to never forget because the police would not take their foot out of our ass in 2014. My, were they shoot niggas left and right. Did you see the shit with Chris Rock? No. Yo. He was commenting on it? Chris uh, Rock has been doing these selfies of every time he gets pulled over by the cops, he takes a selfie. And he's been pulled over like three times in the past seven weeks. And that may not sound like much to some people, but this is a a fucking millionaire. So he's just showing, hey, I'm a nigga driving around in a nice car. Hey, let me stop and talk to you. Oh, you're Chris Rock. Oh, okay. You sure you ain't got no drugs though, right? No? Okay. All right. You can go. But like, what the fuck is going on? Does he actually get a permission and does he take a decent selfie or does he kind of do it on the sneak? Well, no. What he does, as soon as he gets pulled over, he takes a picture where you can see him and you can see the uh, cop car parked behind him. Okay, so he's not doing it while then. the cop's there. And yeah, he he ain't trying to get shot, but he's taking pictures. So as he gets pulled over, he's taking a picture and he's saying, hey, hope I make it out. Or, hey, wish me luck, guys. And it's like, <laughs> yo. Yeah, shout right. out to Tariq Nasheed who says uh, all black men are one police stop away from being a hashtag. <laughs> Yo, one and, police and stop away. Honestly, all right, what's the deal with the uh, Marquise Johnson? He was slammed by and arrested by police in Virginia. I, I, oh, for the UFA thing. Oh, okay. All right. I, I don't know if you heard oh, this story. Say, no, um, if you can't look up Marquise Johnson, he's from the UFA, um, or for, uh, what is it called? Yeah, UVA. He apparently was was waiting in line at a club or some shit, you know, say trying to, you know, get a drink or trying to get in. And they were fault. They were they're hassling him because of his ID. I forget if he didn't have it, if it was out of state, or if it looked funny, or what the hell the, the, the issue was. Maybe he didn't have it. I forget. But apparently, there's a there's a law, a certain law enforcement on campuses where they they it's pretty much the alcohol police. So it's just, the alcohol is in its name, kind of like alcohol, uh, tobacco, and firearms. It's just fucking alcohol and fucking hallways, study hall, fucking some bullshit. Anyways, that fucker steps in, stopping this cat from, you know, because he's, you know, obviously he's a little upset. Nigga wants to get in the club and do his thing. Slams his ass. Like, imagine this is fucking like a rent a cop. Not even. It's, it reminds me of um, King of the Hill, where this fucker who pulls over pulls over a guy and says, um, "You're not supposed to park here. I'm, I'm going to give you a warning." He's like, "Wait, you're not even police. That's why it's just a warning." Slammed, <laughs> <laughs> yo. No, I hadn't heard about that. Oh, oh, okay. But, so, uh, uh, trying to get the idea, he gave the wrong zip code. He, I don't know if it was confusion between his mailing address or shipping address or whatever the fuck. He had the wrong zip code, and they felt that they should they should fucking buy. That's a damn shame. Cause I know I've been through times where I don't know what address is on my driver's license and what address is on my debit card. Cause you know you have the thing at the gas pump, oh, like yeah. your zip code, and you know you move. Ah, oh, shit, did I update? the zip code on the credit card like who gives a fuck whatever but uh no going back to uh the where's the number oh okay there were 
Oh shit, where the fuck is the first number? It says, uh, one thing we could say with some level of certainty is more black Americans were killed by police in 2014. They were killed in the World Trade Center attacks on September 11th. It says, according to the Center for Disease Control, there were 215 black victims of 9-11 and the CDC has uh, data on them in, in... Fuck. Where is the? Oh yeah, and as of 2014, at least 238 Black Americans were killed by police, which is uh, once again more than 9/11. So I asked the question: Since 9/11, people have walked around and looked at Muslims a certain way. Do, do black people now officially have the right to go around and look at cops a certain way? Because, you know, people, black, they always said that all oh, black people have a certain way towards cops and this and this and that. Well, this report shows that we're getting killed left and right, similar to how white people felt they were being killed by Muslims and we've been blowing them motherfuckers up for like 15 years now. Um, do black people have the right to be just as pissed off as cops now? Like, should we invade a fucking police station? Like, what should black Americans do? Because apparently this is as big of an issue for us as 9-11 was for everybody else. One thing, and I guess to add into the fucking recent black killings, you know, in North Charleston, North Carolina, there was a cop shooting. It's because there is a suspect who fled his car, and they caught this on the fucking camera. It stopped as soon as they fucking started chasing him and, and was carried by some random fucking Puerto Rican that had his fucking camera phone. Like, the nigga was straight up an immigrant, but he had his camera phone, and he, he was afraid to take it to the cops because some shit had popped off. They ended up fucking killing him, beating him to death, and it makes me wonder, like, is running away so not subduing to authorities justifiable by death that's what it is because of course the niggas gonna get defensive motherfucker you stop me you're fucking with me now obviously there's gonna be some tension but is resisting arrest justifiable by death see and at the end of the day like with all these cases the thing that's killing me is that black unarmed black person gets killed then it's like oh look at their police record or oh they like with walter scott he was he owed money on child support and it's like okay he committed a crime so let's arrest him and put him in jail that's just the whole argument is that black people are getting shot and killed and everyone's like uh well they probably had they had it coming and white people are getting arrested and getting their time on trial and knock on wood fucking a i'd I'd say the same thing with myself in this podcast if if i were to get pulled over by the cops and shot i bet so much fucking dirt would come out on me and they'd be like what the fuck that that's some shit i did in high school that's not who i am but they're gonna paint the picture to make sure america knows why you deserve to die see we saved y'all from this crazy nigga because you see what he was doing that's why he deserved to die <laughs> so that's just the whole fucked up part about all of it so and it's one more <laughs> go ahead I just want to mention, no, mention one more separate story before, because I honestly, this is this is a lot of black death. You know what I'm saying? I joke a lot about, oh, hang that nigga. And there actually was a hanging in Virginia. I forget what it was about, but they actually did hang a nigga. He was a little bit old, though. Um, but it's just so much. So were you trying to switch up to another thing so I can mention one more killing? 
one more thing before we get off this um it goes back to what i've said a thousand times but all this is a direct result of the trayvon george zimmerman verdict because as soon as that verdict came out that's exactly what everybody was saying was this is saying hey it's open season on unarmed black people because we're going to question them we're not going to question the shooter and that's what's been happening ever since Trayvon got shot they did a drug test on him uh fucking um Mike Brown uh got shot before they even said the name of the cop that did the shooting they made sure you saw that video of him stealing those blunts let me show <laughs> and you what Mike Brown did the fucking sus- or the suspect first they went right for it they were like wait let's show you what this Mike Brown kid did you see that yeah he's dead oh yeah by the cop but his name was uh, officer um, uh, yeah but this Mike <laughs> Brown, you all, you see that, and it's crazy. I'll bring this up again later, but I kind of had a weird. Um, I was watching a movie, and this chick was walking down the street, just walking in the middle of the street, like in one of those neighborhood blocks, and a car was coming. I was expecting the car to like pull up on the side and say, "Hey, get off the road" or something like that, and the car just kept going. And then it hit me, that's what Mike Brown got stopped for. He was walking through a neighborhood in the middle of a street. But this white woman, and of course, it was on a movie, but it was just, oh, this poor white girl, she's heartbroken, just walking down the middle of the street. But that nigga, he deserved to die. (laughs) (laughs) You get out the streets, nigga. You get out the streets. Seriously, and you can't even walk in the streets of Marana. Apparently, this one black guy—I don't know if he may have done something. They actually haven't come up with the story yet, but he happened to be walking around with a knife. Now, now he was being chased by two other cops, and actually, it was three cops. Three cop cars total. Now, before you finish this story, I have yeah. one question: Is the yes. nigga dead? You want a spoiler alert? I'm gonna yes. spoil an alert. Oh, nigga is dead. Yes. Okay, you can continue. Oh, actually, no, 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 no. Forgive me. No, no, forgive me. Actually, no. And this is the miraculous thing. He's a well. You don't know what happened. People said, "Wait, okay, wait, go ahead, wait." Go ahead, go ahead. See, I'm so confused. Hopefully, no one is knowing what's going on right now. Okay, nigga did something. Had a knife in his hand. He's trying to escape through a crowd. There's three cop cars chasing him. Two cop cars are actually communicating, and you can hear them recording, and they're telling each other, hey, man, you know, fan down. You know, he has a weapon. You know, like, watch out. Now, I'm not too sure by saying back down uh, means stop completely as far as, you know, trying to take him out. But you're also saying, you know, you're also mentioning that he has a weapon. So... This other cop car, who mind you, they're all driving, takes the initiative and rams the motherfucker into a goddamn little post on the corner of a from a store. I'm guessing, you know what I mean? A little divider shit slams him. He's going 50 miles an hour. Now, miraculously, I've seen motherfuckers die going a whole lot less. So it makes me want. So anyway, so, so he actually does survive. But so he survived because they ran the nigga over and he didn't die. See, if they ran the nigga over and then took their guns out and began to shoot, people would have been like, okay, you ran the nigga over. That should have, it should have stopped there and they would have got arrested. But if the motherfucker hadn't got arrested, I guarantee shot down. 
Yo, yeah. actually, this is gonna sound fucked up, and I, I think it's in Texas. I have to look it up again. I, I forget if it was in Arizona or Texas. It might, no, it had to be Texas. Maybe Virginia. Fuck. But there was uh, another shooting, um, and it was done by a posse member. I'm not too sure if listeners or if you, brother, know. You know, like how Sheriff Joe has his little posse. His his people who aren't official law enforcement, but niggas who have you a know little, what, yeah, you know what I call a posse. Like a junior deputy. I, I call a posse the clan. That's what I call them. <laughs> Go ahead. That's what I call a posse. And to that same respect, it was an older white gentleman who had contributed a lot of money to that department. You know what I'm saying? And you know, you know who the favorite, who the who the famous people are—the people who kind of, you know, who give or are known for doing stuff. You know, and he had he had to give a lot of money, I guess, to go along with you know whatever little adventures that they get into. <laughs> now these fuckers actually had body cams, so this nigga invested money. This cost a lot of money, by the way, these body cams, and they were trying to get them everywhere because it's the best thing to see what the fuck happened. Um, but, so this guy, so they chase this black guy, and the deputy dude, he actually shoots and he kills the motherfucker, and you hear him in the, in the tape go, "Oh shit, I shot him." <laughs> He's like, oh shit, and you know they had a, and pretty much they they tried to sneak a taser by him, and oh, fuck, I had to, I'm, I feel America. so bad. That's all <laughs> I said. Fucking stay. I'm not even fucking kidding you. But land of the free home of white supremacy. Oh, America. I see nothing wrong. No. With no, I'm not too concerned about all this because um, at the end of the day, we're all going to die. And uh, we might die sooner than we thought because um, reports are in and Greenland's ice sheet is melting a lot quicker than we realized. And at this rate, if it completely melts, it will add 20 feet of water to the sea level, which at that rate, 20 feet, you're looking at out of a hundred of the uh, most populated cities in the world, 80 of them are underwater now. And all it takes is green land to finish melting. And it currently is at a rate of melting like 27 feet a year. I don't know exactly how deep it is, but yeah, it's they're doing measurements and it's about 27 feet a year. They're losing of this ice sheet and all this water. It's not evaporating and going up. It's going into the ocean. Which is making sea levels rise, which is causing more hurricanes and superstorms and all this. Global warming is real, and um, it's here. And uh, we're all about to die, Papo. What you think about that? I'm not, I, you know what? I ain't scared. I don't give a fuck. I, I, I kept not, scared. Not only do want it to happen right away so I can go home and chill with Jesus. You gotta do the uh, ball crusher video when I'm outside in the club and they think no. I'm a punk. See, you gotta do it like that. For the live audience, what? it's called a hell of a <laughs> no, um, I figure living here in Arizona, we, I mean, obviously, eventually when, it, when we get flooded, we're going to get flooded. And please believe we all finna die. But I wonder, can we ha- have some water chill in our canyons? You know what I'm saying? We have a whole lot of desert to dump this. You know, can we transport? See, now think about it. 
if sea levels rise 20 feet, LA, San Francisco is underwater, all those people are refugees now. Where are all those people <laughs> going to go? To Arizona. Now, let's get even deeper and say the sea levels rise, and let's say California does sink into the ocean, if you will, and now Arizona is the beach at the shoreline. That is going to fuck up our ecosystem. We've been a desert for millions of years, as far as we know. Technically, closer to like 10,000 years, we've been a desert. And then all of a sudden, you're going to throw a beach? Like, nigga, we're going to start getting tornadoes or some like, going to know what to do. It's going to be like, where's all this moisture coming from? So, this shit is bad news for everybody. Oh, Lord. I guess our time is coming. And shouts out to uh, Vice Magazine. They do a thing on HBO, and you could also find it on YouTube, uh, Vice on HBO. And Shane Smith went out there and did some live footage in Greenland and showed the sink of the flooding or the... The ice caps melting. He also like spent the night there, and they were doing like a campfire. And in the background, it sounded like thunder. And he's like, "That's not thunder. That's the ice falling off the sheets. That's like how much ice is falling and how rapidly it's happening. It sounds like there's a thunderstorm in the back. Like this shit is falling into the ocean." And they just did the whole study. And the thing that is even crazier is so Greenland melts. That's 20 feet of water in the ocean. The western coast of Antarctica is starting to melt at the same pace. If Antarctica melts, that's like over 100 feet. That's a bunch of shit is under the water. The world is completely changed. So, um, enjoy while you can, people. Have a lot of sets. Um, you know, <laughs> roll your bleezies, uh, sip on your wine, whatever it is you do, whatever your vice is, live your life because this shit is falling the fuck apart. Okay, I gotta ask. This is gonna, this may be fucked up. And my buddy, God bless his heart, man. He's and he's one of my, you know, one of my councilmen who has kids, and he openly admits. And Lord forgive, you know, but that he, he loves his kids with all his fucking heart, but that weren't alive. Simply, not only for all the fucked up things that are, you know, going to happen naturally, but just, you know, from the fucked up world and, you know what I'm saying, government and all that bullshit, all the, all the woes that we fucking be chilling in, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, all the time you're, you're rolling to the six with your woes. <laughs> fucking, like, with my woes. Whoa! <laughs> but and I ask you, maybe this has an investment question. Yeah. Do you feel like I, I should, you know, what I'm saying, row, row, row my boat before I actually, actually literally have to? You know, what I'm saying, what kids? Do you feel like it's worth their life being lived? Like it's Oops, it's worth it. Like once once you have kids, it's like worth it. It's like oh, I get it, and that's the thing, like. A million people could say I before I had kids heard it a million times while while Skips was pregnant. Oh, heard it a million times. But after you become a parent, yeah, oh, you're like, oh, I get it. Like it completely changes a lot. 
But even with that, this is like a fucked up world. I wouldn't recommend bringing anything into it because that's the whole thing too, especially like Kai is four now, just turned four on a Monday. And that's like he's at the age where he sees and hears everything already. And it's like I'm trying to save him from the fucked up reality of world. You know, I want him to enjoy his childhood for a while before he realizes how this world really is. So shit is wild. How, what, what grade is he in? Oh no, he, he doesn't just... start school till next year. Five is okay. when you start school. Yeah. Now, how do you view? I, mean, I know right now you haven't got to use it yet, but I don't, I don't know if you think about how gnarly it's kind of sending your kid out. But how do you view school? Do you view it as a as a babysitter? Do you view it as something obviously that you have to go to? Do you, do you see it as something that's going to help you hope or help skips not to have to or help you know grandma whoever the hell be watching the kids <laughs> get a rest? Like I know you, it, it will like help your mama. But um, the whole thing, I think school is important in the in the realm of introducing you to learning new stuff and learning ideas like I'm going to let him learn stuff in school and I want him to pass tests and all that but as he gets older I'm going to teach him they're teaching you a bunch of bullshit you the key lesson you need to learn is to do your own research like I'm not going to say you need to believe what I believe I'm just going to teach them just, okay, you read that in school, just do some more research before that's exactly how you feel about that, because it might be another side to that story. But um, I think more important than Google, Google, you get on that Google. But I think the other thing more important that a lot of people miss is uh, it's the social interaction. Like, you need school to learn how to talk and communicate with people. Like, I know I'm... I am who I am because I stopped school like in high school. If I would have went to a university and, you know, did a fraternity or something like that from a social standpoint, I'd be a completely different person because I would have even had even more broad meeting random people, just different things like that. You would have been a uh, nigga. Yeah. I probably would have. <laughs> we I probably would have been trying to fuck mad sorority hoes, yo. That would have been me. That would have been <laughs> oh, me. Niggas be niggas. Well, I, mean, I, I want to ask. Sorry, 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 sorry. Whatever all them things is. I'll fuck you, Mecca. All I know is I want to jump. I want to slap my hands and do a <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Just, just to chant something. Oh. Um. Now, it, in schools, uh, right now, there's there's kind of a deal going on where if you don't get your kids vaccinated, yeah. uh, it could possibly keep them from being in school. Now, yeah. before, the, the one excuse that we that we have the luxury at work is if we don't have the goddamn flu shot that they're giving to everyone in the whole fucking company. Oh, because it's free. We want to in, infest you with this shit. So you can better yeah. those theories. But now we have the excuse of it being religious belief now they've wanted to get off of atheists are so fucking about ugh, about religious belief that they want to do a personal belief thing to where if you are if even if it's a personal belief like they have to get vaccinated in, in order to be able to be in school do you feel like that's fair I'm so, like, torn on the vaccination thing because part of it, vaccinations have gotten us 
far within the world. It's gotten us over a lot of shit. The other problem is I just, I'm so cynical. Anything that you can make money off of, I don't trust. So I think it's a gift and a curse with it. It's like, it's a need. Like, that's how you fight diseases and you make sure the mumps and polio isn't killing off people. But then at the same time, people make money. And every time there's a way to make money, there's a way to shortcut somebody or put some extra fluff on it. I had recently watched... um, you know the World War, World War Z movie? Yes, with Brad Pitt. Did you ever read the book? No. <laughs> I feel like an asshole. No. Yo, I didn't read the book, but I watched a video about the whole story from the book. And, like, I need to read that book. That movie fucked that story up. Like, it was a whole lot more to it. And one of the things that's interesting within the World War Z folklore is that when the zombie outbreak, you know, gets out there, some fucking U.S. dude comes out and is like, oh, I have a vaccination to cure that. And he makes all this money and all these people, oh, yeah, we're fighting this disease. And then they find out it was bullshit. The guy was just trying to make money. And it's like, that's just kind of how I view just the world. Everybody's trying to get by. So it's like, you you know, you may only need this one or two shots, you know, every five years. But you know what? Let's take one every year just to make certain. No, you're just trying to make a profit. No, there's this new form of the, of the flu. You ain't seen this new one yet. You need this <laughs> You shot. ain't seen this one yet. You, this shit right here, nigga. New one. That, that one from last year? No, this is worse. It's always worse. It's never like, oh, no, the one this year is... It's, it's Scientifically, it does You can skip one. this year. Don't even worry about this well, year. <laughs> There's none of well, that. So, I don't know. But, all right. But, all right. So, even with all this, even with all that, in order to keep kids from being able to be in school, how fair is that to you? And, like, same thing. Like, I'm stuck in the middle. Because part of it, yeah, I don't want my kids around a bunch of fucking booger nose, lice-infested, filthy fucking kids. Like, I want to keep them diseases at a minimum. But then on the other side of it is, like, yo... You also are like, yo, now you have to take this shit. You don't know what we putting in it, but you have to take it if you want your kid to go to school. You don't have to pay for it, motherfucker, but we may. If it's not more evidence that America has turned into a police state, that's another example. Because once again, it's the same thing like it goes to the gay marriage. It's the same thing like with gay marriage. If if that's what you do, then that's what you do. And that's between you and your higher being, whatever you believe in. But the government shouldn't be getting involved in that. Kids should be getting vaccinated. You should make sure the kids are, you know, healthy and they're not sick, so on and so forth. The government shouldn't really be getting in the middle of that. That's always my biggest issue is the government hopping in the middle of something because it's like, what are you getting in the end? Are you making money off the vaccinations? 
Like what? Where are? Like what's the benefit of this? Where are the numbers, the charts that you show me that this is what works and this is why we need to go in this direction? Don't just tell me this is where we're going. I need the proof. So. I, and <laughs> with that though, like, so they're they're gonna force you. They can flush you out unless you unless you. I wish this is what I wish. I'm gonna say this right now. Hopefully, so it comes true. I don't know what time it is. Eleven, whatever the fuck. I'll make a wish that we can live off of being able to do the podcast. So we, I would love to be able to have the freedom to be able to homeschool my kids. Would you ever do that? If you got to fucking do this, and you know, we got, you know, I know it's a whole different realm so it's hard to even imagine but imagine if you were to live off this and be able to have the kids all the times you'd be able to, to discipline your own fucking way teach them your own fucking way it's funny i would probably still send them to school i would still just i would unteach all that bullshit out of their head but i still from a social standpoint i think kids need that they need i think School prepares you for the real world because you're going to meet people who don't like you for no fucking reason at all. Like you're going to meet so many different type of people and this guy's an asshole and this is and you're just going to learn how the world is. And I think the one problem with homeschooling, you get that good education, but you don't get to learn like how random people are. And then you get that shell shock when you become a adult and you hit the real world and it's like because that's that's my joke that I always say before you 18 enjoy it because everyone cares about you but the second you turn 18 don't nobody give a fuck about you anymore the <laughs> second you turn 18 fuck that nigga enlist him in the army give him a gun get a job go to college do some nigga fuck you you being lazy and so, but when you're 17, oh, Jesus. That, but that's how it is. When you're in high school, all oh, these teachers, we, oh, we're trying to help you. We're going to make sure, you know, you get by in life. Like everyone's trying to help you when you're a kid and when you're a teenager. But the second you turn 18, society doesn't care. So I think it's important to learn that as early as you can and be prepared for that. Because if not, yeah, you're going to get a shell shot. I recently heard this um, chick that called into a podcast and she was half black, half white. And she always grew up like thinking that she was white and she was like better than black people until when she turned 18 she moved into an all white neighborhood and got to see how much of a nigga she was to everybody else (laughs) it was like a shell shot because her first 18 years of life I thought I was white and better than black people and then I got out to the real world and realized that everybody thought I was a nigga too like no you have black so you and nigga and so it was just it was a shell shock and i think you need to learn that you can't be too sheltered from too much shit at a young age you need to experience how fucked up the world is at least your teenage years it's like niggas get treated like this this is terrible somebody tell these white people what they're doing can you tell them 
What do you mean they don't believe you? But you look how bright my skin is. So, and that's why I keep saying I'm gonna teach the boys um, that they're biracial. I want them to be proud of their um, African American and their Caucasian background. I want them to learn everything. But I am going to teach them y'all are some niggas in the view of society. <laughs> Sorry. Teach them that they're, that, that they're both Malcolm X and fucking Hitler. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to let them know. You good and bad, yo. And something else that's uh, good and bad, and I don't know what to think about wait, it. Wait, 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 wait. Before you go there, because yo. this, because this is also a brain teaser chill, whether it's good or bad. And I forget the name of her. She's some white bitch on ESPN that apparently uh, treated someone at a at a I place like it. shit. Yeah, yeah. What was that about? What happened? You know more about it, I'm sure. ESPN. You black. You like sports. <laughs> Yo. So this chick that um, she works for ESPN. I forgot what city, but um, basically she proved that she was a fucking stuck up bitch. As uh, I got this bitch car. had three blows. She threw three blows at the bitch because right, she she got her car fucking towed or some shit. She had to go pick up her car. She had to go pay. Yeah, she was bitch being parked in a handicap or whatever fucking spot. I don't know what the fuck she did. How she parked bad, but she parked back because she's a pretty white bitch. You know, and of course I need some Eminem's out of her butthole, but that ain't the point. And she tells this bitch at the thing what? that oh, how does it feel to this? be in it? You have it? Oh. No. Yeah. Uh, as soon as it plays. Did you stop me to t- talking while you're still having a load, you fucking asshole? Oh, it's I've been in the industry, guys. I will work on phase two this time. Okay, that's fine. Then I'll play your video, so careful. I'll play the video. That's why I have a degree in Oh, bitch. I'm from Florida. Oh, you can't really hear it that well. I'm no, no, back. keep going. No, it, no, it's so, gonna happen. No, no, keep playing it. Keep oh, playing it I was just gonna read what that's she how it sounds like, though. No, let, okay. Yeah, read it. She uh, says, I'm in the news, sweetheart. I will fucking sue this place. And then she realizes that she's on video. And she said, that's why I have a degree and you don't. I wouldn't work at a scumbag place like this. Yeah, she's like, get something get something with some fucking skill or something like Makes that. Makes my skin crawl even being here. And then she's looking for, right, yeah, that's all you care about is just taking people's money. Bitch, this is the With business. No education, no skill set. Just wanted to clarify that. Oh, do you feel good about your job? So I could uh, be a college dropout and do the same thing? Why? Because I have a brain and you don't. Oh, she's so horrible. No, and then she went straight to jabs at, at her husband. Uh, maybe if I was missing some teeth, they would hire me. Ow. Oh, that ain't even the worst of it yet, nigga. That ain't even the worst of it. What's the next line? Because I'm on the television, you're in a fucking trailer park. Uh, lose some weight, baby girl. Lose Yo. some weight. Now she's going to tell the bitch to lose some weight. She's going to be like, baby girl. Let me give you some advice in case you ain't thought about this yet. Fucking living with the goddamn flaps on your gut, unless that shit it, unless you're not reminded of it on the daily. Lose some weight, baby. So fucking that bitch. just that just shows once again the reason why people are pieces of shit and horrible human beings. That woman gets on TV every night and hey, oh, I'm a happy news anchor. I talk in the same voice and cadence as everyone else who's on the news. And then you see her in real life, and she's a fucking horrible human being. 
what really fucks me up is like this is why in middle and this is, i'm not i'm not condoning this by the way official advisor i'm not condoning this but this is why bitches get raped in the middle of the fucking street in the middle east lands ouch and fucking everyone and their dad jump muslim much no <laughs> Don't mind the fucking elephant in the background, nigga. Don't let that be the elephant in the room. The elephant in the room. But, uh... (laughs) Fucking typical butterfly. Another thing I don't know about, and um, actually keep it with the theme of global warming and then melting and the water and water creates tides. Tidal for all... Have you heard about Tidal? T-I-D-A-L for all. No, I think Titanfall, which is a game that I would never have because I fucking hate Xbox One. But keep going. Uh, No, Tidal is a new music streaming service that Jay-Z has put together. And I I guess it's going to ditch it. Yeah, well, he... There's a lot going on with this, and basically, so, so, so he buys a uh, wait. Jay Z buys a music streaming company. Yes, and then a bunch of his buddies all exclusively move their music to title. Taylor Swift is not on Spotify anymore. You can only find her on title. And so a lot of the artists are really? switching over here to Jay Z's thing, and the whole thing no is—it's a uh, full artist thing because they're making more of their money back, and so on and so forth. But um, the first things first, there's a lot of Illuminati shit going on with it. I which is kind of odd, um, considering Not that. At all. Not odd at all. They did a whole launch party for it, and Alicia Keys gave a oh, uh, keynote talking about how she loved music and all that. And I'm gonna share this for the people. She will uh, give. Uh, I bet she was a great keynote too. You have that's uh, the one black girl. Madonna, Nicki Minaj, Rihanna, all oh the Illuminati. Is that where I saw that meme? I saw the meme. I swear to God, and I know I sent it or tagged you in it. Where it said, "When everyone gets together to fucking," (laughs) if I jump in the gun, when everybody gets together to resign their Illuminati contracts. Yeah, that's basically what it is. And then you have Beyonce, Daft Punk, Uh, um, just the one percent of music, and they all one by one went up to this thing and signed their name on this paper and of course Madonna got slutty with it with the leg up there and then of course she had to have her cross hanging over Kanye West and all these uh, artists Uh, no no this was a actually a couple weeks ago and the thing that is just interesting is once again it's another Jay-Z thing it's this same group of people who have the same imagery in their music videos oh uh, you have all these artists who um, are all have the same imagery within their music. A lot of people are deciphering Illuminati shit within them. They're all signing this contract, doing this one thing together. And the thing that's funny is it's title for all, which is water, which is age of Aquarius. Uh, for anyone who hasn't kept up with any of that, just check out 
Jupiter One and Jupiter Jupiter Two by Mr. Gates, Haterazzi, and it'll tell you a lot about. I actually caught the first one. Fell asleep, but it, but it was good though. I don't Yo. remember any of it. I don't remember any of it, but it was fucking good. It's all I can say. You gotta keep listening. It. Yo, it's actually funny. I was just listening to Jupiter 2 earlier today. I've been riding around listening to them joints over and over for the past, like, four years. Like, it's just so budget. much fucking information on there. But, yeah. But so, all I'm saying, Jay-Z, water, symbolism, it goes throughout his career and I'm not surprised with this and the other thing that's interesting with this whole title thing is all of musicians aren't down with this shit because um, Billboard just put out an article and you have some of your uh, favorite indie artists if you will like um, we got Mumford and Sons uh, Lily Allen Def Cab for Cutie you have a bunch of these people who are coming out saying that this Jay-Z music thing is just for the 1%. This is only helping the wealthy musicians. So there's a brand oh, okay. within music where even like the independent artist is like, yo, that Illuminati shit, they sucking up even more of the money now. So I don't know what's going on. So but- look into it, people. But there's definitely a Cupid's choke cold, you know what I'm saying? And, and Cupid being from Valentine's Day, mask. Wait, I think this is. Is this the commercial? What? So no, and just even the commercial looks like some old Illuminati shit. Play this commercial. Oh, no, I don't think this is the commercial. You All these the- ads. Why? Why? Why must you get in my way? Why don't you let me get to my shit? One, one quick little tidbit no, I wanted to throw presentation. If you don't mind, man, this is fucking random as hell. But there is a tampon alert. There's detection of a river sewage uh, population under UV like that. They had. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know why I fucking bring this. Yeah, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> No, here goes the uh, title commercial, and it looks like some no, little no, this is pollution. This is destruction. This is the end. Get ready. All these artists, all this manipulation. So you can to convince, it's to sway, it's to move, it's to fuck it to go your asshole. That's it. (laughs) It's just a whole bunch of the 1% staring at something. So it's as if they're all like sitting behind a table and maybe listening to one person. Maybe. Is that what you got from the video? Looks like they're all in the conference sitting around waiting to hear from one thing. I don't know. That's how I took it. I mean, if you think about it, isn't, isn't that what's happening? Yeah. Illuminati. That's all I'm saying. Illuminati. Uh, that word. <laughs> but you know what, though? I, I, along along with that, man, and like this happened in one of the last episodes, and since they ain't going to ever come out, I want to bring it up. Uh, there's a proposal for banning armor-piercing bullets for the public. Now, 
Mind you, I, I know we want to let the military and shit have that, but that's owned by the fucking government. You're telling me we can truly never overthrow. If shit got pop-ups, we have the right to be able to overthrow the government if we fucking so had the balls and, you know what I'm saying, and the people behind it. Now, you're taking that away. See, I would even go, though, as far as where they're, where we're at now. I don't think we could fight the government. If the government literally wanted to do a police state right now, and if everybody had their guns and even armor piercing bullets, them niggas got tanks and drones. I think we're on the losing end of the battle. Like, we've already lost that war. That's why they don't give a fuck about the Constitution. And they just kicking in niggas' doors. What y'all gonna start doing? Shooting at us? We'll just start blowing shit up. Like, we've lost. You did it to yourself. We have lost. Uh, Lord, I thought we had a fighting chance. They almost give it uplifting stories if, you know, if we rise up and if we team up together. But who the fuck would team up together when we're so antisocial? <laughs> That's why I say fuck and be merry. And uh, speaking of fucking and, and being merry, I think it's about that time, Papa. Ooh. Oh. Time for Count it down If you want the Ain't free Uh uh This bitch ain't free You can't have a baby named Mercedes Unless we have a Mercedes Benz on 20 inch rims This dick ain't Oh my god Uh, Honestly just give me Something pale And this is funny too This is is what I demand of any woman who who dares their child Just give me a pale baby Mm. That's it And I got a (laughs) Oh yeah I got a Oh shots out I got a youngin who shots out I'm glad you did my dedication is about to be 25 in 11 minutes uh, Pacific Standard Time. Ooh. And um, I'm going to kick this motherfucker off. Shit. I was on um, vacation from work all week. My, um, oldest turn, <laughs> my oldest turn four on Monday, so I took the entire week off. And then on Tuesday, your boy had his wisdom teeth pulled, had all four pulled at the same time. I was eating at Taco Bell the very next day. Like, I'm a savage, yo. I just, I was back at it. But um, I'm all healed up, as you can see. A couple days later, I'm doing this podcast after, you know, having them pulled. But during this day, I didn't even painkiller, so. No, no medication. Didn't even have them put me to sleep. They numbed my mouth, ripped them out while I was awake, hopped in my car. I drove back home. Mm. Ain't took a single painkiller. Well, then again, we have our own medicine, so why worry? You dig? And this dentist that I'm rocking with is awesome. I I, I fucks with these people. They're awesome at what they do. But, um... I my downtime sitting at home. I hopped on Netflix and did what anybody does when they got shit to do on their own Netflix. Pick a random movie to watch. And um, I watched this movie called Ask Me Anything, which uh, have you heard of this? No, I have not. Please tell me more. 
now bring up this summary. Uh, where is the oh stupid thing moved over? I'm trying to read the synopsis. Oh, you mother sucker. So anyway, it's about this chick that graduates from high school and she decides to take a year off before she starts college and she starts a blog about her sexual exploits and just her life and everything that's going on. And um, it turned out to be, a, in my opinion, awesome movie. And um, it has uh, Martin Shane in it. Uh, Christian Slater is in it. And uh, my dedication was the main character who also um, plays on the CBS TV show Under the Dome. And her name is Britt Robertson. And uh, bang, bang. She's a young little uh, petite little thing with her glowing locks. And uh, I figure Papa would love this one. But uh, the movie was awesome. Ask me anything. It's on Netflix. And then What's uh, she's on Netflix. Distracted me. Oh, ask me anything. Yeah. Came out last year. It's on Netflix. And uh, I thought the shit went hard in the paint. And it was funny because I didn't even recognize that that was her from Under the Dome because I also fucked with that show. So. <laughs> I like to get me some dome and. And one girl I definitely would love to get me some dome from and, and to really blather on the fucking the charcoal and terrible embers of uh of what a sacrifice is. Um from I, I also, you know, I get on the Netflix and when I have just life to drain away, um, you know, I watch something and I find it really hard to invest yourself into a series because I get really stuck on shit. Like I'm a clingy motherfucker in certain aspects. Like when I when I wanna fuck, I'm just a fucking little fuck fuck fucky machine. And when I wanna fucking be a sloth and play video games, oh Jesus Christ, bring the spatula with some goddamn spam, you know, give me something to fucking get my ass up. Well anyways. Netflix is dope. House of Cards has been on my list for a long time. I when I gave into it, oh lord, I didn't know the tug of my dick that it was going to do both politically, both fucking spiritually. Meta- you know what I'm saying? Every fucking metaphor in the book. Um, anyways, this girl, her name is Kate Mara. K A T E space M A R A. If you can look her up, I'm not too sure what she was doing. Um, Can I share? Can I share something? Get your share on. Get my share on. I got a black and white one. Hold on. Oh, you bastard. Oh, you got to hurry up because I got to share this one. All right, this brother. Mira. Mira. Look at this. She looks like she's from the 70s right here. She looked like she was literally got. uh, I don't know if I told you this. I've been saving. Since living in the Frederick days, I've been saving panties and sexy (gasps) that I got on sale. And I've been I've been saving it for my own kind of Barbie, and my Barbie is gonna be chained, and I'm, she's gonna be fully supported, but she's just gonna stay there and wait for me to fuck her. Anyways, she looks. This is the stuff that I that I wished for her. Oh god. Yo, this one with the wine. So. Ooh. Oh my god, that's just the one that I clicked on. I swear to God. Ah, uh, look at my screen. They're gonna look at my screen. Oh Lord Jesus. And it had to be some Amazons to match that pink pussy of hers, which I'm sure tastes delicious. <laughs> P- 
Pink Tacos. I actually walked into a Pink Taco once and I was sadly disappointed. It was not what I fucking thought it was going to be. I know there's one in Scottsdale, right? There's a Pink Taco. I went to the one with the little Esplanade where the AMC is a comeback. Wow. Anyways. Jesus Christ. Honestly, I would want an American Horror Story. Yes. I totally forgot about that. Just and look, and look at the picture above on your screen. Look at the, on the top right. Um, oh yeah, is it my screen or your screen? Her? No, it's yours. Um, actually, she looks so dykish. Why, why do I have such an obsession with dyke girls, man? Dykes. My my cousin actually sent me a screenshot from the show Girls, which if you have HBO app or if you buy the DVDs, go and cop fucking Girls. It was uh, produced by my the mm. most blessed Jew Jadapatel. Yes, I have heard of girls, and I do have to check that out. There's a meme that that uh, she, uh, she just screenshot it, so it looks like a meme. Uh, there had a scene where uh, this guy named Adam, who I feel like is my my fucking spiritual animal in the show, uh, he's dancing around with these fucking dykes, and uh, you know because he's he's just I don't know what the fuck. But the girlfriends are talking shit to the side and goes, although I do, and they're just talking shit about how he looks like he has Down syndrome. He looks like the original man, like the original man, like the ape version. Uh, he, then this bitch goes on to say, although I do love a man who only hangs out with dykes, that tells me that, that there's an avenue for me. It's just ah, uh, Cardi. <laughs> oh, I don't know why the fuck I took it there, Jesus. It and, just uh, does a lot. It just does a lot. And uh, oh, you still sharing your screen? Uh, you know that. Well, I'm still staring. To be honest, here I'll stop. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on that note, um, I think it's about that time because uh, your boy, uh, week five of uh, the awesome maze, we uh nice. hit the field again nice. tomorrow morning. We uh gets it in, you know, bright and early. We do thirty minutes of practice before we go into our twenty minute games. But uh we get a nice little workout and all us dads out there are getting a workout too, chasing the kids around and trying to no, run the first. No, that that one. Okay, yeah, no, no. Stay there, stay there. Okay. Here comes the ball. Okay, you gotta catch it. Yeah. But it's fun. It's a blast. <laughs> it's a blast. It's like such a white fucking no. Shots out to be married to a Caucasian woman. You get to experience I can't wait. what this white lifestyle is all about. So See, shots out to adventures that. with white people. <laughs> adventures with white people. Oh jeez. Um, suburbia is just so nice. I'll do it for that taco though. I sure would. <laughs> um, it's almost midnight. I guess we should say goodbye. I'm guessing there's going to be. Are we going to go after hours with it at least? You know what I'm saying? No. I, oh, I, know. I, uh, 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 I know. I know. Uh, I know. And shit, we went damn near two hours and thirty minutes. So we came back with a vengeance. We came I back. So. For the people who missed us. 
Yeah, and Rye, we we gonna work on that uh on that phone line and hopefully get some people on this shit because we gotta come back. Honestly, do I have a room dedicated to this? I, I forgive me for boasting, but thank you, Lord, that I'm fucking in a, in a position that I'm in to have a, a fucking room dedicated. Just wait for this goddamn microphone. No, and if Hangouts wasn't an asshole, there's a phone line right here. I click right on here to open this conference, and it gives us a number, but the thing won't stay connected. So, like, 857-216-2865, it gives you a PIN number, but it won't stay connected to the show for some reason. So, anyway, we'll fuck get that shit, we'll get that shit we'll together. Get that shit. Yeah, and then yeah. once we get uh, official time again, we'll start inviting some people. Yeah, shit. If Don't anything, man, what, I, what I like to do too, man, we'll have someone on fucking speakerphone, yeah. Like just do it real fucking raw, gutter like. You know what I'm saying? Like we'll have it on fucking both things. Real south side ish. I'm just Should saying. We, the, we we get a phone and then we get a can with a string on one end and then with the other part of the can and put it up to the mic so the acoustics go uh, right. Or don't well, don't don't be an asshole about it. I got some ideas. I got some ideas. <laughs> oh, the country. All right. Well, so let's, once again, yes. Our email is ibhmpodcast at gmail.com. Questions, comments, articles, hit us up over there. Um, fuck with us on the web, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Tumblr, Podomatic. Just yes. add IBHM Podcast in the appropriate spot. Um, don't forget to subscribe and rate our shows on Stitcher, iTunes, and Podomatic. The more thumbs up, five stars, and the share of friend you guys do, the bigger and the greater this gets. So uh, tell a friend to tell a friend to come fuck with us because um, we're awesome. Yeah. I think now, so. uh, <laughs> go out and, and go out to us so. directly. I, I want people to know him so they can, we can just fucking, we can just. I know, and yeah, for the, for the friends. That. <laughs> for the friends I have S-O met S-O through this podcast, is. So, Papo, S O U L P P. Keep talking, keep talking. I'm doing some little messages. Keep talking. Papo and everything. But no, to the people who I have made friends with through the podcast uh fucks with it it's a beautiful thing it's wonderful and once again i missed another blitz event i know and everything was lined up perfect had had everything squared away steph was done with her friday softball games everything was in order i was going into a vacation week perfect and all the Oh, her Sunday softball league started, and it started at two o'clock. And so, uh, yeah, I, you know what? The, I got there really late in the game. I actually, I didn't play hooky from work, but work allowed me to do some traveling. And upon traveling, I happened to make my way out there, and mm. a girl that I was with, her man was anyways. So pretty much, she got all freaked out because there's a bunch of biking niggas and like they look ah! like there's a fucking fight club going on. Ah! I barely made it to kind of have myself a plate. I was glad to be able to grip. Though, I'll tell you. Uh, I know. Shouts out to Blitz, man. I'm gonna f- fucking make it out one day. I'm an old married man. That it's nigga, funny. Yo, people are gonna laugh at me like when I get back to work on Monday, they're gonna be like, Oh, how was your vacation? I'm like, Oh, it was wonderful. And they're gonna be like, Oh, what did you do? I hung out with my boys. That was literally all I did. 
And it was a great vacation. We went to the park a couple times. We had some shaved ice. We went to the trampoline place and bounced all over the place. Like you doing after dark right now, or you just bragging? Come on, I'm just bragging. God bless. I had a good vacation. So, but once again, it's that on the couch or up the street at the park kind of old man even this right now that's the reason why there's no after dark niggas this is three hours past my bedtime <laughs> it sure is <laughs> i will say though just like a youngin though you do your fucking at the park and then you just stay at home <laughs> that's how we do it's a goodbye to people so uh hit us up on the web ibhmpodcast.com and find all of that there and um lastly i'm black He's Mexican. And if you didn't like this podcast, Papo, what might they be? I thought he was going to be a motherfucker that's going straight up. Just ignore the individual shout outs. We're supposed to say, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a, was it a different a different state of black? That term the dot oh. com. Shouts out to that. Or for me, you know, so Papo, S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O dot anything. Tumblr, fucking Insta, Snap, never. Goodbye. Goodbye. That's I, I ain't. You, we just racist. There ain't, ain't no way to say it. To be honest, have you been listening for the past three hours? <laughs> goddamn racist. You yeah. goddamn racist. So God bless us though. Please. On that note. <laughs> Whoa. You said I can't even do a straight one. So I love it, I love it, love it, I love it, love it, I love it. So I love it, I love it, love it, I love it, love it, I love it. So I love it, I love it, love it, I love it, love it, I love it. So I love it, I love it. My girl trippin' said I treat her like a groupie, but I never took a groupie out to eat. <laughs> See, I've been ballin', I've been poppin', I've been bubblin', I've been buzzin' in my city. Women love me, think I'm pretty, and they confirm it whenever they see me in person. If I said it, I meant it, I said it on purpose. Don't sleep on that furnace, cause boy, we hot. And then my job to make you think and make music that you feel, then these songs should make you sing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I guess we never know what we need to know or where we need to go. Mind it right, feel like I'm Ichiro. I shed light, they need to grow. Fuck them all, fuck they friends, fuck they car, fuck your brand, fuck your blog. It save money, we an army full of generals. Here to push the envelope and change what they think. It's my job to make them think and make music that they feel, so these songs make them sing like.
If I drop it, they gonna cop it. I might start a non for profit. My papa said chance, but I am so proud of you. Like my beast, they made all of them. Keep my feet on all them, and I just might run for all them, and you got power too. Seek that rap, put a message, and it's that sugary medicine. Feel like the intro, but better than it's ever been. Jumping like checkers, clever like chesses, smoking like purpose, perfect like surface, deeper than surface, anxious and nervous. The world isn't flat, it's sharp as a circus, and starving like sharks is just looking for surface. I'm not in the industry, not in the service, not in the retail, not in the not in my I'm only beginning. Behold, magnificent. Rock skin black boy with his red hair, tall and omnipotent. You choke like cinnamon. You broke up in a minute. Drop that cinnamon, one out seven, and don't fuck in that boy. This tape from 2015, it's stupid. This song is already so hot, I'm actually just glad that you let me rap on that bitch. <laughs>